Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 12. In this episode, my friends and I discuss death, dying, the concepts of the soul and the self, and how much pizza there is in the fridge. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, Travis. Hey. Podcast. How's everyone doing? Doing good. 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 Trying to calculate how to garner favor on this podcast. How to garner, garner favor. favor. What that? Oh. I think if you just uh, name it, then you can claim it. That's how you garner favor. Favor. Right. I name thee. So there were oh, quotation God, right? marks. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. People are. People don't work like that. Only God. I, I want to be people's favorite voice on this podcast. Mm. I want people to hear my voice and go, that guy, that one's my favorite. Mm. The voice of the people. Do, do you want them to say, oh, his voice is really nice, but I don't like him as a person. Would you be okay with that? Mm. Like, they like your voice. And they the like best. to hate The me. dulcet baritone. Well, no, they like, like of... they actually like your voice the most. The tone of my voice, but yeah. they hate what comes out of. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can I commission? No. Your younger audience to do a, to do a project for us a poll. No, no, no oh a man, poll. keep this appropriate. Yeah, it's appropriate. Can you can you have them? Can you have them draw us according to how they think our voices? <laughs> oh no! We're see what happens. Uh, That'd be hilarious. Yeah, sure. Uh, one bonus point on today's test. Oh, today being January twenty fifth, you took a test earlier today, and you'll get one bonus point if you do that. Whoa. At the end of the year, you're have like one kid who like is failing the class and is like, I went back and I listened to the podcast <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the semester. If, if that one point on one test in the third quarter gets him a passing grade, I'll give it. Or, or she. I don't want to just make the sexist assumption that all the stupid kids in my class are boys. <laughs> is that an assumption? Or, 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 or he had one very specific person in mind. No, 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 no. I actually did, but it was actually a smart kid. Oh. Like the kid who I was thinking of drawing, like that's a smart kid. So. Do you have a, a pretty even ratio? Between yeah, girls and, and also like, can we not talk about? It? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not talk about. It. Oh man. Uh, let's. This podcast is brought to you by the sound of chewing. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's um. Right. Yeah. ASMR. So. Everyone answered yeah. the question of how are we doing except for Sam. And I want to hear the word fine come out of his mouth. Fine. Fine. I'm doing pretty good, like, as well. Not that anyone asked. But, uh, you know, I figured we've been talking about politics a lot. And uh, I know some of us have said, like, it'd, it'd be good to maybe take a departure from that and talk about something lighter. So uh, I want to talk with Helium. you guys about death. I mean, there is some like, That's heavier mm, than politics. Uh, I disagree. Your body decomposes. Mm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what more is there to it? I mean, if your body physically becomes lighter. Is that going to yeah. be stuck subject? Uh, I mean, that's a starter, you know. What we about this, it? this uh, list of icebreakers like, hey, what are your thoughts about death? Like, uh, you know, if you, if you died today. Well, you're going to die one day. Hmm. So uh, if that were tonight... On the drive home, Miguel, mm-hmm. or the walk into your bedroom, David, uh, how would you feel about? Uh, I'm, 
Okay. It's about death. No, I'm good. I'm not going to do that one. Okie dokie. What about a death to Star Wars? No, he, he likes Star Wars too. And then there were five. I actually was thinking about... About death? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I included that on a list of things I'd like to talk about at some point. So... Hmm. But what, what particularly... Uh, I mean, let's that? start with that. Like, uh, if you died today, tomorrow, how uh, how do you feel about your life? You know, I know I started the very first podcast asking, like, how do you feel about the way your life is going? I feel like that's a neat twist on it. Like, would we be satisfied with our own lives? Sure. Uh, like, how would you feel about... Like, what you'd done with your time, you know? Hmm. Hmm. Well, my thoughts weren't necessarily on that. What were your thoughts on? It was uh, how I wanted, like, where. Where you want to die? Kind of. Uh, how? I was outside. How you want to die? Kind of. Right? So you were thinking about this recently? <clears throat> Today, yeah. Okay. I went outside to let my sister's dog out. And I, um, usually I just kind of stand by the door make sure she does what she has to do and doesn't do it where she doesn't need to do it <laughs> um but i decided because there's like patio furniture and i said i'm just gonna sit outside for a while hmm. and i did and i was like this is very uh refreshing be always being inside you know and to, to going outside and like having actual air hit you and, and seeing the clouds and everything i was like i think when I die, if I have a, if I'm able to make the decision, I would say that I I want to die outside. Hmm. I don't want to be in a room. I want to be outside. It's like a car accident. No, no. But like you are not in the vehicle. No. You're just walking I, down the street. It's not like so much a motorcycle. How. Motorcycle accident. You're no, exposed. I was. It's not so much like a how, but the way I pictured it, instead of, you know. I don't know if you say normal death, where you just kind of pass on a bed to the afterlife. So like in your sleep? Yeah, but like yeah. I would, my bed would be outside and not mm. in a room or a hospital. That's an interesting thought, you know, because yeah. I feel like people get to have some control over that. I mean, I've been by a loved one's bedside, you know, while they pass. And I feel like that's something you could include in a living will, probably, right? Like, I would like for my bed to be brought outside when it looks like I'm slipping away. That's what I was kind of thinking of. I was like, uh, that's something I might want to include. That yeah. could be a tough call. Like, how long might you end up outside then? You just need some <laughs> extension cords, you know? Yeah. And, uh, no, we, think, we think he's going quick. Wheel him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, they just have a, they, the they keep you next to the, yeah, next to an exit at all times. Yeah. Hmm. You have a thought of how you want to die? And you can't say in your sleep. No. I don't want to die in my sleep. I've always wanted to get just the blue. How would you know you died? <laughs> That's actually a good point. I kind of want to see it coming. Like, uh, you know, like there's a countdown timer on a bomb, and I'm like, okay, man, when this you thing goes. You want to see it coming? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe not like the moment of it, but I actually have a few prayers that I pray, not super frequently, about death. And uh, one is I want to be in my right mind up until the point that I die. Mm -hmm. And I come from a family where on my uh, dad's side, both grandparents, uh, my dad's dad wound up with Alzheimer's and his mom wound up with dementia. And um, both my mom's parents seem in good mental shape right now. 
but I don't know which genes will wind up predominating. But it's like, I would almost prefer to die a little bit younger if it meant that I could die knowing who all my loved ones were and like being able to almost see them off and commission them and say, you know, like pray over them or whatever. Yeah. Avenge my death. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of my prayers is I want to I wanna be in my right mind up until the day of my death. And then another one is I'd, I'd like to see it coming, you know. So I, I'd rather it be, uh, you know, one day a doctor tells me with this type of cancer, Mr. Bergner, it's usually between six and nine months just from the stage that you're at right now. And that way I kind of have an understanding of how long I have to get my affairs in order instead of just like, you know, an aneurysm one day and it, it seems like I was healthy. Mm. Um, but I mean, you know, either of those are preferable to like long and painful. So. so you've definitely changed your mind from when we were younger and used to tell me that you wanted to go out with a bang? Explosion. Yeah, that yeah. that's actually, when I said countdown timer earlier, that's another way, you know, that it's like I can see it coming. Uh, <laughs> I actually extent. pray the opposite. I don't want to see You don't it want to see it coming? No, I don't want all that stress. So you want to die young then, right? Because the younger you are, the less you're thinking about. Yeah, well, it could also be the mode of death. Because what I was going to say is I've, I've been wanting to die just a bullet through my head. Ah, and Just like you quick. see, like you get to look your killer in the eye? Maybe. Okay. Maybe he's a sniper. So not a stray bullet. <laughs> Maybe he's a sniper. Could be. Not like Just... someone, some Texan was outside celebrating <laughs> New Year's Day. <laughs> that would be like... like do Texans a... do that? Yeah, it's like a stereotype, right? You know, the yeah. celebrating yeah, yeah, Texan. The, the Yosemite of... Sam. <laughs> I'm yeah. the rootinest, tootinest, whatever in this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. Think about wait, ways to die. It reminds me of those calendars I see at a... Books Million or other bookstore. It's a calendar day of different funny suicides. Each month as a yeah. way bunny kills himself. There's this one that is is it a bunny. cartoon bunny at least? Yeah, a cartoon okay. bunny. Oh. I was hoping it wasn't like a rabbit jumping into yeah. a meat grinder or something. <laughs> there's this I feel one, like that's entrapment. There's the picture of this cartoon bunny. It sets this big contraption for himself where it will like behead him at the end. Oh my gosh. And then there's one where he's like on a noose getting ready to hang himself. Why is there such a depressed bunny on calendars? I don't know. Uh, definitely that's something that people um, gravitate toward, like the Happy Tree Friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of those sorts of things where it's like, oh, hey, a cute a thing. And then death. Like, uh, you know, death fascinates us. Um, yeah. You guys have any, I guess it's not a bucket list thing, but like if you got to pray some things and, or to, to make it more... Uh, like theologically open like if you got to just wish some things about your death are there are there things that you would like to wish oh also so my third one is i'd like to die on the same day as nicole like possibly in the same first, event first or oh, like the same event you know our car somebody cuts the brakes on our car and we go over a cliff like Bonnie yeah, i mean these are like demented ways of other people being involved with their deaths that you two have talked about uh, like a bullet or i said cancer like that's the a bomb yeah i did say a bomb yeah. so that's uh Usually people don't, more people die of diabetes than bombs, but, uh, <laughs> right? Is that part of the like if we include IEDs I, I in I would assume Syria. that to be true. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even bother looking it up. I'd just, I'd be like, yeah, that, that's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> Number one killer of death, heart disease, bombs, surprisingly are second, and then diabetes. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, kind of just going back to how I would want to go, um, not messy. I think is kind of my stipulation like uh and I don't think of it so much as like 
how would I prefer to go? Because, like, whatever, I'm gone in the end. Uh, I think of, like, who am I leaving behind? Mm. And so, like, kind of listening to Eric and, and Travis and, and to your two, mm. two sides, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that'd be nice. I was like, well, but on the front end, like, yeah. like to go suddenly, uh, you know, well, then there's all this, like, anguish and, like, oh, but I thought he was so healthy. I thought he had so much more time. Mm. Like, we weren't prepared. And so, like, there's this long, drawn-out anguish after the fact. But then, like, trust me, you're like, oh, like, cancer, you have, like, three to six months. It's like, well, then mm. you're just front-loading all that anguish mm. to, like, oh, we're not prepared. There's that six, three to six months isn't enough time. Mm. Um, so it's like... There's so many things we wish we'd have, we would have gotten an opportunity to do. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, like, you know, let's say that you're, you're you know, 60... And you got, you know, your kids, maybe your grandkids, and, like, you know, this is earlier than you would have expected to go, definitely. Uh, but you're like, okay, it's coming for me in, in six to nine months. And then it's like, okay, if I'm your kid, then I get to be like, there are things, there are memories I want to make with Dad before he goes, you know? But then it's like, how many people just still never wind up Doing having it. those conversations? It's mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, let's say my grandma has you know, X amount of time that the doctor says she has left and doctors can be wrong. And it's like, I have this uh, grudge that I've been holding against her for the way that she treated my uncle or whatever, like her son. And, uh, and it's like, rather than using that time to actually talk it out, you're just like, well, I don't want to make her uncomfortable in these, in these last, you know, it'd be an awkward conversation. Like probably a lot of those conversations, a lot of those like fishing trips or whatever, just never get had. Yeah. And that's, like, I, I would want to prioritize those, you know, which is why I would want to kind of see it coming. It's like, man, there are things I want to tell my my daughter, my, you know, students or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, people that are a part of my life. Why does it, do we have to come face to face with something as, you know, as big as death to actually do things that we want to do anyway? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. I think that's like the beautiful thing about the movie about time uh you know like it, I have not seen gosh yeah do not talk anymore about oh, that movie because it's tremendous lord that's and, on my uh, list i own it yeah remind me you need to watch it's on it. netflix i've been i've been meaning to then watch just it. watch it yeah. so we can actually have this podcast yeah. episode please who's, who's the main actor Dom Hall gleason and Have rachel mcadams no never mind yeah yeah are you did you say was... Anna? No, I didn't. Uh, but please don't judge me uh, when you listen uh-huh. to this later and find out who I said. No, who'd you say? I'm not saying. Dom, Domino Gleason. He's, the, he's the main Wars. character. I he's he, yeah. He was General Hux in Star Wars most recently. Yeah, yeah. I think of him as Discount Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's, actually, he's a great but actor. He's really so good. It's like yeah. I only call him Discount because he's not in. He's not in as many like big budget movies. I feel. Ooh, I feel like he's in more. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just haven't uh, seen. He's his also movies. in the Harry Potter. movies. I'm sorry. Whatever your name is. He plays right. Bill Weasley. Mm. But yeah, he's yeah he's briefly in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's where I first saw him. Um, anyway, well, yeah, so we can't talk about that. So <clears throat> there goes my entire monologue. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> no, you said, um, why is it that people wait until death, you know, to do the things that they wanted to do anyway? I think it has something to do with just being confronted with the, the finitude of how much time you have left. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, what are those things? What are those things that like... If you found out today you had a week left, you're like, man, I never, you know, did drugs. <laughs> no, whatever. Well, this, oh, sorry, were you about to say something? Go for it. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to bring up, uh, well, it, it's a question. It's biblical related. You remember the related? You remember the story of Enoch? Um, how there was this, I, I think it was a person of royalty that was along this carriage. And um, he went to stop and ask about a passage of scripture. The eunuch. The, yeah, eunuch. the Ethiopian eunuch. The Ethiopian yeah. eunuch. Yeah. And then uh, once he, um, e Enoch, or I think that's his name, Enoch, yeah, the right person. No, he's just called, so Philip is the guy who sees him on the carriage, but the guy is just called the Ethiopian yeah. eunuch, and a eunuch is just, uh, you know, like a royal I official. I about Enoch. Yeah. Well, no, there's there's something else. It's not, Enoch's too it's not really. Yeah, there's not really a lot of stories about Enoch unless you get into the book of Enoch. Yeah, but anyway, um, wait, so the person that was um t asking about the per passage of scripture and then he tells him what it means and then yeah, he asks a question about the, the gospel and um and like leads him towards. Uh, Leads him towards God, and at the end, he was taken away by the angels. Um, no, that's a different guy. Different guy. What's... That's uh, well, Enoch is the guy who gets taken away by angels, and that's in the in, book of Enoch. Or, that's what well, that's the person I think of. He gets. He just. I don't even think it says he's taken away by angels. It says he he walked with God, and then he was not. Like he just ceased, ceased to, to be in this just, realm, and yeah. I'm like he passed into the next world. And then the eunuch is this other guy, who. Uh, he, you know, he was visiting Jerusalem, and then uh, the the apostle Philip told him about the gospel. So I think those are two unrelated so, stories. But yeah, the question I had about Enoch that ended up seeing, seeing to exist. The question I have around that is that, um, do you believe it would be possible for a phenomenon to happen like that in the modern times, say, modern era? I would say no. But I also don't believe that miracles happen in the modern era. Well, yeah, so, that goes into a whole other thing. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think that the way things go now is they follow the laws of nature. You know, uh, there, there are times in the past where God kind of broke the laws of nature to demonstrate something about himself or to reveal himself to, uh, you know, his people or... Um, you know, for whatever reasons, but I think that those have passed. So I think we're all going to die. So you, like, so you are not one of those individuals who believes that the return of Christ will come along with... A great catching away. Right. Let's see if we can go this whole podcast without to... saying the word. Uh, <laughs> with, with people that will never have to experience death. Uh, you are correct in saying that I am not one of those. Right. Uh... But here's the thing. I actually had an interesting conversation dang it, uh, with one of my students um, where she was saying, oh, I talked to this guy at my church and he said, I don't believe in the rapture because that's something that is really only like as a as a doctrine. It's only been around for like a hundred and a hundred or so years. Hmm. And I was like, well, that's not entirely true, because if you read Pilgrim's Progress, which is like, you know, 400 years old. Um, you know, there's, there's this idea of the great catching away and then the, the, the dreamer who has that dream that everyone is caught away without him. And then he was left behind and he's kind of weeping about it. So it's not necessarily that it's a new, that it's that new of a doctrine, but that's just not the way that I wind up reading those passages. And I think you're in the same boat. Right. Yeah. I don't believe in that. 
meeting of in the air. In that event. <laughs> in that event. He already said it. I know, I said it. I'm bad oh. at the clothespin game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't believe that. Um, yeah, it looks like we're all uh, going to die, Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, kind of a morbid thought. Nah, but at the same time, it's like, us, so, I mean, I hope, I won't talk any about anything specific you don't want me to, but you said earlier today, like, I'm great with death. Yeah, like, um, it, it really... Miguel, you said that earlier. Yeah, it, it, it uh... That should be on a card of, like, a, <laughs> a hitman. Yeah. <laughs> great with uh, death. Yeah, it, it, you know, like, it, um, you know, I, I, I'll admit, like, there's sad moments, um, I won't try to sell a lie of like oh if one of my children passed or if my wife passed i'd just be like Meh, life yeah you know but uh but I, I take a very practical and real look at it um you know like uh it's been a discussion that i've had i'm like uh you know my thoughts on like what i want to happen to my body after i die has changed and and, and metamorphosed through the years um metamorphosated yeah <laughs> um i'm solidly in the camp of uh put me in like a bio urn that'd be pretty cool really bio urn? like a decomposition yeah that like, that like a tree grows well, out like, of you like right they yeah they cremate yeah. you they store your ashes and like and a, there's a an acorn in they, there yeah they yeah. plant a seed in you and so you, you live on as and a your tree. body grows a tree I'm dude like, how dope if like the, it was an apple seed exactly and then your grandchildren would be like i'm eating apples that are partially like some minuscule amount of the matter of this apple is my grandfather. So or my isn't that like cannibalism? <laughs> no, it's not because it's been processed. Like if a tiger eats a boy and then you eat the tiger. You didn't you're actually not eat the boy. boy. Yeah. Um, Unless it's not fully digested. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how soon after the, <laughs> the eating of the boy. Do people but... eat tigers? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Bushmeat is a thing. Yeah. You kill it. If you're like living Bush on just a. Have meat? No. <laughs> if the you're living out stick. in a subsistence like maybe or like a hunter gatherer civilization, a tiger stalks you and like you get the kill because you have a spear or whatever, meat you're definitely get getting yeah. the meat. You go full Rambo in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Chop and kill it. Karate chop it. <laughs> but uh no, I think I think I just take a very practical look at it, you know. Um you know, I did I did my EMT certification, so like I've worked on dead bodies, I've been around dead bodies. I've been around bodies that had the potential to come back to life if uh, if compressions went well, kind of thing. Um, Did they? No. Um, yeah, man. No, for real. Like, uh, yeah. No, I mean, well, the, the one thing they teach you is like when you're doing compressions, you're not trying to save someone who's alive. Yeah. They're dead. Trying to bring back. Someone yeah, like they are fully yeah. dead. You can't do anything worse to them unless yeah. your idea of like saving their life is like thumping them in the head with a hammer which case you're a fool you know um but you know like it, it's you know i i take a very practical look at it that it's, that's a fact of life it happens it's unfortunate you know even when it's a surprise um but you know crying about it isn't gonna do much and like i said you know my wife my kids my parents mm -hmm. like one of those i'm sure i'll shed tears absolutely mm -hmm. um but i think the more important parts to celebrate you know celebrate their life um you know pray that they're a believer um you know and if they are you know rejoice in the fact that they are in a far better place and if they're not you know celebrate the, the time that you had with them celebrate the memories that you have of them um you know mm. and you know 
regretting and just kind of looking back Stewing on that. Stewing in it. Yeah, yeah it's not going to do anything. And, yeah. you know, kind of talking about, like, I said, like, oh, you know, I just, I want my death to be clean. And, like, what would I hope for at my end of life? You know, I just hope to leave people in a good place. You know, I hope my wife and kids have financial stability and security. Um, you know, if my kids are young, especially. Um, if my kids are grown and I pass, you know, I hope that they have, I am hope that, I hope that I'm able to see, um, you know, their life um, at a stage where it's like, okay, this is, this is it to the end kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, have a good trajectory. Ex yeah. Thank you. That's an eloquent way of saying that. Yeah, like, that word. You know, if if uh, like if I pass and they're in college, it's like, well, what? Yeah, there's Where so much they, potential. Yeah. Versus like married with kids and a career, it's like okay, like you know, I, again, things can go askew yeah. or whatever. But <clears throat> that's kind of where things are pointing. I would like to see that. Um, mm. And I and like I said, I would I'd like to make sure that you know my wife is uh, in a place financially where she's good. Where she has a support system where once I'm gone, she's not alone or like, well, mom, you're old too. Like go to a home, you know, mm -hmm. like that because you live in Florida and we all live in Washington <laughs> state or whatever, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but really like it's very simple surface stuff there. Like yeah. if I see the world cool, if I don't, whatever, like my wife yeah. and kids set them up. I've I've been of a very similar mind for many years. I think I've softened more recently with death to where it maybe affects me a bit more than it used to. But I am very much that way too, where I don't... Death doesn't affect me nearly as much as it does other people, it seems. Uh, no matter who it is that dies. And so, like, I have to... I just think about, like, okay, this person is probably dealing with it in this way, which I don't fully understand because I, you know... Especially if you if it was someone who was a Christian that died, like you mentioned, it's like that that is something ultimately to celebrate. I think that that even though we are not with them anymore, they are better off than any of us are now. Yeah. Um. And so I used to even tell my mom that, uh, I don't I don't know if I would stick with this, but when I was pretty young, I, I used to tell my mom like, "Hey, I want you to have a party when I die." Uh, you, you know, I don't want you, you to... told that to your mom. You I said? did. It's like if you yeah. if I die before you do, I want you to have a party. I don't want you to be just sobbing and not and, and like. Do you it, still stand there? Um, I don't. I don't know if I. Well, because I know that grieving to to a degree is healthy. Yeah. So I wouldn't want them to not grieve, but I wouldn't want the focus to com yeah. be completely on the fact that I'm no longer around. Yeah. You know. Um, and I do think that for me personally, thinking about my own death is a lot easier for me to say, I'm okay whenever God chooses for me to die. I'm not going to try to fight that, you know, and it's not something I'm going to be concerned about, partially because I don't have a family. Mm. I don't have anyone to leave behind to be concerned about in my final moments sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think going back to the original question of, uh, it was something to the effect of like, how we'd feel if we died now about our life, right? Mm -hmm. And to add that to something else that was brought up as well, where it's like, when I asked about like, well, if you're presented with death, it's like, that's when people start doing things mm. that they would, you know, they've maybe thought about doing, but never would before. Mm. I think even though there are a small amount of people that would be like, you know, uh, you know, if they were to find out they were going to die in like a week or something, they'd be like, you know, I've done everything I, I think I should have done. I'm fine. You know, I'm ready to just kind of like lay down and die. But I think the majority of people would have 
regrets. I just think mm. that's part of life is that like we're human. We're all going to have regrets about things mm. we wish we had accomplished or maybe something we had done and we wish we had done differently and that sort of thing. So I, I think if it comes down to it, the majority of people would be like, yeah, I wish I could have done more in my lifetime. I didn't do as much as I would have wanted, um, which is why people would have those thoughts that would race through their head if they knew death was coming. That's mm. like, oh, I want to say this to this person or I want to do this before I die. So I, I think ultimately, as much as we can say we're satisfied with what we have done, I think most people would say, yeah, there's way more I wish I could do. Yeah. I think it comes down to not so much about what we think about what our own life meant or, or how good of a life it was, but more so like if, especially if we know death is imminent, it's like, okay, whatever God wanted to accomplish with my life has been completed. Mm -hmm. That, that's, I think, more of where we need to be because if we're only thinking about what our yeah. life meant to us, it's never going to feel complete. Yeah. So it really has to come down to like, yeah, I wish I did a lot of better things in my life and a lot more things. But ultimately, if God wants me to die at this time, I have to be accepting of that no matter what I think of my own life. Yeah. So anyway. I, I, I kind of want to go back to, to what you were saying about um, like you want to have your mom like throw you a party kind of thing like i i hope I, your mom doesn't have to bury you i yeah, hope no, she no, does for sure. i really hope she does she's a sweet lady um, well, thank you but I, I i don't know if i would say party but like i want i absolutely want there to be um a celebration yeah um not necessarily that i'm dead um although <laughs> if people feel that way i guess yeah um but definitely uh like i, I don't <clears throat> want um a sad you know, like everyone's just sitting in pews crying kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. um, and I've been to funerals like that and it's like, boy, four hours of this is going to fly by. Definitely don't want a four hour um, funeral. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've, I know, I know. Well, well, the and, wake, I've been to some oh, wakes true. that are like that and it's just like, did they ever wake? No, they didn't. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, that's why they're called wakes. You know, really? Yeah, yeah. They used to take the body. Take it, like, after the funeral, they'd take it to, like, a bar or a, a, a tavern or something and lay it on the bar and party for, like, several hours just to see if maybe the guy would wake. Yep. Because, you know, sometimes, like, oh, maybe he was just, you know, had a head injury or he was in a coma or something. So sometimes they would actually wake very yeah. infrequently. But wow. In in old school uh, cemeteries, too, you'll sometimes see a bell, the bell over yeah. the grave. And yeah. that bell was connected oh, to a string so down they could ring that it. if you woke yeah. up, you could I think that's the where bell. the term... Dead ringer comes from. Yep. Yeah. Huh. yeah. That's what the bell's called, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Reminds me of a news story about this lady who was in the hospital that was supposedly had died, but she uh she she didn't ended up not dying from one thing and then while being in the hospital, she later died of a heart attack. So hmm. she thought she was thought that died of one thing and she woke up and she was alive for a few extra days, then mm. died, died of a heart attack later. What My, is it? Oh, were you gonna, what were you gonna say? Well, I was just gonna ask: is isn't that a, not necessarily like, really frequent thing, but isn't that a thing that tends to happen to quite a few people? Is like they go to the hospital for something, like they fell, but then they contract something while at the hospital and die from that. Isn't that fairly well? Kind of the opposite thing. Well, in the opposite order of what you just said happened to my cousin, um, who used to live here right um he had swelling in his legs mm -hmm. went to the hospital his kidney failure okay we can handle this you know like probably gonna be some dialysis but like we can handle this 
And then uh, he's he gets up out of the bed one night at the hospital, and like his robe caught on the bed, and he slipped and he smashed his face oh. and like his head on the floor, and like totally unconscious and major brain damage. And for the next two three weeks, it was like uh, the depths of despair. Like there's no hope of this guy coming back. And then you know three days later. Um, Hey, move your move your left foot if you can hear us. And like you would see one of his like a couple of his toes move, and it's like, oh my gosh, like he's building neural pathways. He might, and then just but back and forth and back and forth. And his poor parents, my aunt and uncle, like just seeing what they had to go through. I definitely, you know, my heart goes out to them. Hmm. And uh, his funeral was. Uh, I mean, he was he was 40 when he passed, and so there are a lot of people there who are peers of his and not necessarily in a place where they're thinking that their death is going to come in the next few weeks, but, like, he certainly did not think that either. Yeah. Um, for, for my funeral, it's like I want people to grieve, but I think of my funeral kind of the same way that I think of my wedding is, like, the point is not the life or lives of the people that are up front. You know, mm -hmm. the point is the kingdom and Christ and the gospel and everything. And so it's like, if, if I want people to be sad, I want them to be like sad, like almost like in like a, how long O Lord kind of way where it's like, how long are your people having to wait and to continue to, to sit under the curse, uh, like come back for us. And then to talk about Christ as the one who's already conquered the grave and then who will, you know, make all things new. So it's like I want the, I want Christ to be the center of my funeral, you know, and I, I hope that yeah. that's how my wedding was. Um, so. Yeah, you know that's a, that's a definitely a better way of of looking at it because I I have over you know recent years you know definitely come to realize how much weddings shouldn't be about the actual couple. Um, so yeah, I never really thought that much about how much the focus is on the person who died rather than on the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that should ultimately be the focus. You guys want open or closed casket? Uh, it depends on how if, I die. If you're like, you yeah. know, like you, you die in an explosion. It's like, <laughs> I really wanted open casket, so we did we did our best. Got a couple of fingers and uh, oh, man. Here's an artist rendering of everything has to be labeled. Yeah. Uh, you know, if if you die peacefully in your sleep and all in one piece, whatever, like, would you prefer open or closed? That w I would be fine to have an open one just to, to let certain people have their physical goodbye with me sort of thing, even I mean, though just, I'm not there. It's really weird. It is weird. No, open question. Or? No, the question. Because you're dead. Yeah. Why are you? Like, thinking, why do I prefer anything? But why do you even think about after you're dead? For the, for the other people. So what? Yeah, definitely. The funeral is... Like, if, it's not like, well, I went... I went, I went. No, yeah, yeah, it's right. like, no. you're, you're saying, okay, this is the last thing... Where I, by the decisions that I make now of being alive, like I'll be able to impact and like, you know, maybe give my children an ability to say goodbye or, or you know, emphasize that a pastor should give like a gospel centered message. You know, like you get to impact people with those decisions, even but though you're already gone. Why? But, but to me, it's like, I think your mind will be so far removed from any of that anyways. Once you're dead. 
Right, but that's that's what I'm trying to say is that impact people now while you're alive and don't think so. Like I just because I know like your, you want your help last your... your last decision or yeah. the or the or right now you can make a decision that will impact people beyond your life. How would you want that? the last image of you to be of open casket or closed casket but that's i would say it's not beyond it's obviously it's beyond my life here but i'm going to be somewhere else far longer than i was here i'm going to be technically maybe you know we don't know the uh, schedule of things when the rapture uh -uh. is going to happen yeah. <laughs> but i will that technically I be dead longer than i was alive and so it's like I just, I'm just going to focus on my life as I live. And if I didn't expect my, I don't think anybody can really expect their death. Um, if, if, if the doctors give you a timetable, a lot of people outlive that or, or don't. Uh, who was I just well, thinking? Well, those are the options. But... Yeah. Uh, who, who, who just? Somebody... just passed away, Larry King. <laughs> he did just pass he away. Did. Yeah. He did. No, but that's I have was... heard so many times. I feel like I've heard five or six times throughout my life. Like did you times? hear Larry King died? And then yeah. I look it up and I'm like, no, he's no, he didn't. He's but still he alive. The goblin died. But he has been... The goblin? <laughs> Sorry. He has been hecka old my entire life. Yeah. yeah. He's like a... He's, well, like like, he's not... A, I was going to say Betty White. Yeah. He's Betty not, White just he's, passed 100 now. He's like... Oh, she just passed no, 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 no. What? Sorry. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Is she past 100? I think so. I think she's like 100. Okay. No, how she's hundred. How old was Larry yeah. King? He was eighty nine. I thought eighty nine. That's yeah. it. I thought he was eighty three, and I was like, "There's no way he was that young," because I he looked eighty three twenty 83. years ago. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was he eighty three? Uh, no, he was eighty nine. Fact. That's what oh, I he was eighty. But I'll, I'm, yeah. I'm double checking right but, now. But no, even hearing that he's eighty nine, I'm like, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> he he definitely looked old. But he did time. get that. Uh, Danny Putty interview oh, about yeah. DuckTales. So <laughs> oh, that will finally. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, no, the I was thinking of a friend of ours whose uh, dad passed away because mm. uh, he went to hospice and I think he died like right away and they were not prepared for it to happen so soon. But he was sick for a long time. Yeah, but but I mean anybody who's had a relative die, and I've had several. It's not. It can go longer than you expect. It can go. Yeah. shorter than you expect and it's just like i don't think you're ever gonna hit like and i think i think you were the one who said something to that effect like no matter how you view your life it's whatever god purpose and that's my yeah. whole point is like you will be alive for as long as god purposes thinking beyond that like oh how can i like you're leaving mm -hmm. it's like but is that necessarily how we should be thinking about things like because mm -hmm. I, I, I know how you want to leave something for your family and whatever but at the end of the day whether you did or you didn't and whether they're pissed off at you or they're not, or they love you, that's, I don't know how much connection that's going to have with, like, you're going to have in the other life. Well, how, how about it, this? It doesn't, but it, it impacts the people that you leave behind. But why, you, that's what I'm trying to say. Why does that matter? It matters to you now living here, and, and so this is your context. Because I'm, I can cause damage or I cannot. Here's an example. Like, if I were to go home, put a shotgun in my mouth, and pull the trigger, yeah. I am leaving a terrible... Yeah terrible scene right that will be stumbled upon unless you didn't put by, by my yeah right? Come on, <laughs> so i'm leaving like like i'm i'm causing trauma right but... and i'm and i'm and and so what i'm saying is like we have the ability to impact that like like if i did that i'm impacting my wife i'm impacting potentially my kids who stumble upon that 
you know so like do i want that to be the last lasting thing they see of me that will that they will remember and cause trauma and that's a very extreme example now i can also now you know we can dial it back and say okay like if i pass in my sleep you know what i want an open casket or closed casket oh closed casket so that we can close the book they can let go easier they can transition they can go back to they can stop mourning sooner and turn their vision to christ or to their everyday life that then to christ whatever or open casket so they can see me they can say their goodbye they can have that form of closure and move on like like the ramifications are not to me personally they're to who i leave behind yep but so you were talking about i want but you now right mm -hmm. and how old are you i forget how old you are i'm 30 30 right you now Spring and i'm not saying that the, the wanting not to have them see your head blown off is going to change <laughs> but what i'm saying is you now is going to be so radically different than the you once you pass on to the to the next life right and right so, so like you're thinking about this as a living human being who's 30. what i'm saying is that why do we do that it's because we're like in this trajectory and it's like we we can't get off obviously and we don't know what getting off is going to be like but i think we can gather from scripture that it's going to be so radically different yeah so i feel like it's I, kind of pointless well i don't understand I, I don't, if i if i die tomorrow yeah i'm not gonna care about my life because now in theory i'm in heaven and i'm like my woes are gone you might be a is that is that what no, no i'm asking oh, yeah. like, is that what you're saying yeah and what i would say is like you're gonna be such a completely different person that your thoughts now may not even be relevant to you as that new person well then here's the alternative it's like the old miguel thought this way and the old miguel wanted this but here okay what, what if the alternative is you don't make that decision you just leave it up to your family if they want to open a closed cast or whatever else yeah I, well that's what i would say leave well, it to the living I, I think this kind of falls uh, into the same okay i get i get you i was like oh, i was like i'm don't understand what you're saying all right okay yeah, yeah I, I got think, it i think it kind of yeah. falls into like a like let, let like life insurance take care of it take well care. i'm right i'm thinking of like what about life insurance like mm -hmm. I want to do things that, according to my wisdom now, and, and I think I do have some wisdom that uh, could direct the the trajectory of how my kids are going to cope with my passing or whatever. And so um, it's, it's like these are the few that God has entrusted to me specifically for their mental health and their discipleship and all those other things. And so if, if I can make some decisions that will kind of set them up a little bit better... Uh, for a healthier handling of that, then I think that's kind of my responsibility. But I, I agree. It's like if somebody said, look, open, close, you guys do what you're most comfortable with because I'm going to be like looking at the face of Jesus. Right. And I will yeah. probably in that moment not be thinking about you at all for, for a while. You know, it's okay. like I don't know. So I now understand. I did not. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah, so that also in, put me on board. In practicality. Yeah, I really don't care. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I if you want to cremate me, cremate me. If you want to bury me, bury me. But it's like, hey, my God, no, like, we need you to make the decision to, like, take it off. I'd be like, cremate me, plant a seed in me, let me grow a tree or something. Like, that'd be cool. Um, like, there's no need to waste tens of thousands of dollars on a fancy casket and a tombstone yeah, I mean, and a that's and a That's an, if I, so if I live to be uh, 65, I'm going to go to Home Depot, get some pine and just make my own casket for like I'm gonna say probably less than a hundred bucks. Mm. That's something you know, my dad some, always some said. Some hinges. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to have a door. It, it, no, it's, it's funny, though. Like, it's like, I'm going to get some hinges. I'm going to get some pine. Well, some hinges, some I'm screws, get a and some It's going to be real straight. You know, just, a little just scented pine. Thing Dude, <laughs> a little, I had a since, little uh, pine uh, air freshener. Since I got my first car, <laughs> since I got my first car at 16, until now, I have the same pine tree hanging in my car now <laughs> that I had when I was 16. Funny. So uh, maybe I'll die and be buried with that. Be a family thing. It's the thing you've had. And I, leave, I bequeath. <laughs> it's like I leave my estate to this kid, and I leave like oh, you know, the family jewels to this kid, and to my youngest, I bequeath <laughs> the family pine. The my. It's an Angry Beavers there. episode. I don't know if you guys remember. That. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, show. I do yeah, remember that. Show. Gosh, yeah, I would, I would show. say, uh, I, I don't, I mean, I don't have strong opinions, but I would say like, there's no need for an expensive funeral and an expensive casket, yeah. and like, I'm I'd definitely say, like, saving as much money as cremate I can, me, plant a seed in me, cool. Like, if if my daughter was like, no, I want to like cremate him and like have his ashes compressed into a diamond, like, yeah, that's. That's a thing. That's a thing. I think I do want to be buried like bodily. I think I do want my body buried like with the bones. What, a, what about donating organs? Uh, Any of you I, organ donors? I, 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 am, I am an organ donor. I'm not a body donor. Right. Um, You're so saying like, like to medical, like to science? Yeah, like I don't want like some like college student to be like, okay, let's study the effects of decomposition uh, if a body is uh, sealed in concrete. And yeah. then, like, two years later, they, like, chisel me at, like, nah, I, I, I don't want to. I was just thinking of, like, body transplants. <laughs> we preserve this man's head. And there's nobody <laughs> donating their bodies for a body transplant. <laughs> Futurama? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, President Nixon. But, <laughs> so, what I was saying is, it's weird the way we go about these things. was like Because well, it's, like, several things, several aspects to it. But, like, you're thinking about this as a, as a living person. Right saying what do you guys want with your body but at the moment it happens it's going to be so pointless mm -hmm. it's like that's what i'm trying to say is okay, well the, so, the organ so donor it's like you you have an opportunity to let help me, people let me rephrase some, the question then some... if you go to a funeral yeah. do you prefer open casket funerals or closed casket funerals it doesn't it, do you not go to okay. a funeral if you're not organ donors i i think <laughs> i do think that the organ donor thing matters because like some kids oh, somewhere yeah, could wind up like not having to die at seventeen because they you a gave kidney. a lung or yep. a kidney, but that or something. matters to the Travis now. See, but that, that it matters... matters to the family. It matters it, it to matter... that kid's family. No, you're right. No, it I, matters I, to the yeah. kingdom too. Like, what if that kid gets an extra few years, and in those few years comes to Christ? Maybe. Those questions are well, never in, really in the same way. Like, because you, you're talking about once you're dead, those things will not matter to you. In the same way, it's like then what does it matter if people do use your organs? Or what You're is right. It... That's what I'm trying to say. It should be the living that decide. Or what it should it not be if... a thought of mine. It or what does it, it matter if anything. I ever do any good deed ever? Okay. Well, well because uh, then I we think... think there's consequences following you after. I think no. I think to answer your question of it should be a decision of the living. Okay, not donating your organs. Is there a net good that can come about of that? Well, I'm trying to say donating is... your organs. Is there a net good that can come about of that for the living? Okay. But I'm trying to find those points. Yeah, but great. your life like, is not like all about you. Exactly. Like it's no, all about the people like you're, that you leave Okay, behind. great. You're dead, but like, could again, could there be a net gain in the world from not donating your organs? So, can there be a net gain in the world from you donating your organs? It doesn't matter whether 
like well because, whether you've transcended your care of this or not like <laughs> no i know but what i'm trying to say is that everything you're doing right now you're doing in a context that won't exist then and so like this conversation to me it's like that context will exist then as yes. far as the kid who needs the transplant I get I that you're I'm, caring about it. I'm, I'm sure, on, will have adjusted. I'm on board about like what I want to happen to my body now won't matter then, but like in terms of like burial and you know disposing of right, it. Right. But to Travis's point, like those organs can go to good. You know, whether, whether right. now whether my body is cremated or whether my body is buried, yeah, at best maybe a squirrel nests in a tree that grows in my ashes. Which you could you say know? is good for Apples. the squirrel. Yeah, but they don't it's have souls, so goose. ultimately, whatever. Whoa, you did not go there. Um, Damn, you're saying the squirrel doesn't have a soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the squirrel's not an image bearer of God. How yeah, I, I'm fully comfortable even, with that, and I won't even need to trademark it. Well, I mean, uh, I actually heard R.C. Sproul talk about this, and he does actually believe that animals do bear the image of God, not in the same way. Uh, but I think scripturally, that idea that animals don't have souls... If by granted, soul you mean consciousness, well, then sure. Like they if, have if, an understanding of the passage of time. But they have the breath of life. They don't have the image of God. They do have the image of God. They were not created imageless. So, But we were created in the image of God in a special way. So Okay, the then, then let me just say, then they weren't created in the image of God in the special way. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well I, what I mean special is in our... But like, you have... Like, angels were created in the image the, of God. The, sure. The right, breath, so the breath of God did not give them life as it did. It what does it mean, say, what does it it mean to be... that he gave them the breath. That's what does it mean to, to be created in the image of God? I think we definitely got to define that term. If we're I think everything it. created was created in the image of God. Oh, so like... And it, and it means that there's something that's derived from God in Do that you believe that there's being. something special about humans that can't be said about squirrels? Yeah. Okay. But not souls. Sure. And like, I'm not... If, if, if by soul you mean consciousness, which is no, what most people any, any, any Well, it's just like, by... yeah, you have consciousness, but they have a different... Well, soul really just means life. Right. Like a life force. But, and that's what I'm trying to say. Sure. So there's life, but, but what would you say they don't have that we have? Because he said they don't have souls, and you said... Yeah, I don't believe that. I, they don't have the relationship with God that we do. Is God, that what God you, spoke, is that what you God spoke animals into creation. Yeah. God formed man and breathed life into him. It says There's that he breathed life into the animals as well. Let the water and God said, "Let the water swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let the birds fly above the earth." Are you and in yada, Genesis yada. one or two? Because there's one. also creation accounting too. Right, but I think Genesis I think two. even if you try to go there, it's like you kind of get lost in the weeds. I'm pretty sure I, think, I know I think the in Ecclesiastes is... it mentions that, but like I'm pretty sure there is there are passages you okay. can find where it says the breath of life is in all that. It all returns to God. So that's what I'm trying to say. What you mean by if you mean by a relationship with God the way that we relate to God, an eternal, redeemed, yeah, sure. I mean, we don't, we really don't, can't say for sure, can we? Really, honestly. What? We can't say for sure, hold on, honestly, that, that for that sure that squirrels animals... Squirrels don't have, like, that Jesus didn't die for squirrels. It's not about... <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, that was funny. Jesus, did Jesus die for angels? No. Are they eternal? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's. I, I wouldn't say that they're created in the image of God in the way that we are. Right. But but you said that they're eternal. I'm, what I'm trying to say is they could be. They could have life after here. 
Squirrels? Yeah, they could. We don't know. That's like way beyond scripture. What are the dogs from All Dogs Go to Heaven get a chase? Yeah, okay. You know? but, what, but what I'm trying to say is like they, to say they don't have a soul, uh, and I, I, I want to know how you define that. Most people would say consciousness. And I, I mean, I don't think I wound up saying that animals don't have souls. I'd say they don't have the same type of consciousness as people have. Definitely. Yeah, I'd agree. I don't no. think anyone's going to disagree with that. They, they have life force, which is what the, the Hebrew word nefesh, soul, is going to wind up denoting. Okay, what about the word uh, spirit, ruach? Yes. Okay, so do they have breath, life? Sure, they have that. But I think we understand, and this is partially because we're Westerners, you know, I think we understand that there is a quality that we are referring to when we say spirit and soul that is not just the quality of being animated, like a bee or a wolverine. Or whatever. See, but this gets into uh, an interesting conversation that I don't know if it's off topic, but of like uh, what a human. And the only reason I know if we are ghosts and machines, is that the no, 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 no. No, There was there was someone I remember being in college, and someone came up to me and was like, uh, "Do they teach you about the difference between a soul and a spirit here?" And I was like, "No." And he was trying to tell me that, but it was an interesting conversation because not everybody... Thetans. What is a spirit and what is a soul? Like, what are these things that we're talking about? I honestly don't think that we can really understand what it is. Because even the, the word that you talk about, ruach, is also can mean like uh, wind or breath, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it's just a descriptive type of term, not necessarily like this stacked... Yeah, I mean, logic. like, it, it seems like... What the Bible is referring to, if it talks about the, let's say, the animus or the consciousness, it'll honestly just say, like, the self or I. Right. Because right. it's like, you know, so Paul says, uh, you know, I had a vision and I uh, was in the third heaven. And I, you know, her, and, and the same thing with John. It's like, I don't think necessarily that Paul left wherever he was to, to right. go be in that realm. But it's like his self. Yeah. Which is something different than like his armpits and nostrils and lymph right, nodes right, right. and pancreas and all that kind of stuff. It's like his self was located, which I mean, what are we going to do? Say geographically located or that it, you know, <laughs> interacts with different dimensions or whatever. Uh, his self was located in a place that was either other than or more than the, was, did it happen while he was in prison? Like, the prison self, let's say, if he was in prison. I don't know. So I it's like, and, and most of the times we think, okay, death, whatever that self is, it exits your meat vehicle. Right. And it goes to the presence, it goes to wherever the presence of God is, right? To be yeah. absent from the body. But what's absent from the body? Well, the self, right? So if if the self becomes absent from the body, then it is then present with the Lord. And I would say that animals have selves. Do you say that? I mean... I would say that they have selves. I feel more comfortable saying that to shoot a squirrel is more like turning off a computer and the self just kind of, you know, ceases. I guess I technically don't have proof of that. Um, you know, what do we see as far as in the presence of God, what kind of beings do we see? We see people. We see the cherubim, seraphim, angels, I mean, whatever you want to call elders, uh, those are the types of beings that we see. Well, and you have the passage where the 
the lion and the lambs will lay down together. Well, that's talking about the new heaven, new earth, right? Yeah. So those are like, those are fleshly, like that's a, like that's a lion made of meat, right? Right. I don't don't know. I I don't, I feel very comfortable saying yes to that. Well, because everything, so even, you know, creation is moaning for God. We actually went here. Um, so, uh, but I'm saying like creation, all of creation is looking for the redemption and that, that will come through the sons of God and our federal representative being Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if we're all, and, and we will not be at the very least this meat. So I don't even know if there's this glorified meat. We have no idea. <laughs> like we have no idea what the, kosher. Yeah, we have no idea what the bodies are going to be made of. We have no idea what the new heavens and the earth is. You know the Mormon thing about, like, they believe you won't have blood? No. Why? They believe, because (laughs) Jesus said something about, like, flesh and blood cannot inhabit the kingdom of God. Oh. And so he's like, so that means your new body won't have blood. So they would say, uh, when you're in heaven, it's a body of flesh and bone. Okay. But no blood. So it's like, I don't know if it's just, like, spongy, and then it's still got a, I don't know. Well, going along with this conversation is something that you said before you get to the new heaven and new earth. It's uh, like people who. Oh, uh, going to make a joke about the rapture. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the third time it's been mentioned. Yeah. Um, I I was gonna say when it comes to being in the presence of the Lord after yeah. death. What is that like? Well, yes, but more so, I was gonna ask it in the context of what about the people who've written books about having had these experiences after yeah. death, and it's like, you know, vastly different. What do and, we do with those? Yeah. What do you do? Or. With, uh, on the same along the same lines, like you've seen Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. you remember like when he dies and he goes up to where Snake Way is. I forget uh-huh. what that realm is yeah, called, yeah. but it's like most people they don't get their bodies. They're just like these wispy little, uh, mm. you know, balls of gas, light basically. and energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, balls of gas. <laughs> so they're stars. Yeah, <laughs> boiling billions. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Lion King. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it is a question worth asking about. Like, what the heck does it mean? Okay, if I'm if I'm disembodied, I'm a disembodied self, uh, and I'm in the presence of the Lord. Do I see Him? I don't have eyes with right. which to interact with photons, yeah. right? Do I hear His voice? Like, yeah. how does how do vibratory patterns uh, in the in the air? resonate against a disembodied soul and so um you know there are people who this is like a really interesting and i think important philosophical question of like discussing whether we are just ghosts inside of machines you know yeah that's actually where that phrase comes from is like the ghost in the shell and the shell would be like the husk uh the vehicle that the ghost spirit self uses to navigate the world and i don't think that we're merely ghosts in machines but i do think that we but i also kind of do think that right Mm. because like you know one day i'm going to die and my ghost is not going to be in the machine anymore but at the same time as long as my ghost is in this machine it's affected by things like you know testosterone and adrenaline and and like these very physical things wind up having an impact on how my ghost, my my soul, spirit, self, whatever you want to call it, uh, acts, whether it gets angry or whether it, you know, sins or glorifies God in a specific circumstance. So I think that that's um, also something worth considering. 
Okay, so I just read all of Genesis 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. That's why you've been let quiet. Me, over me, th- yeah. <laughs> That's the only time I'm quiet. <laughs> is when I'm like, <laughs> I, just, I just read all of Genesis 1 and 2, and I don't see anywhere where it says that God breathed life into the animals. Uh, the first place I go to is in Ecclesiastes, where he says that man and animal. Now he's being pessimistic, but what he's basically saying is that they have the same breath, and they all return to the Lord. I don't. I don't think that that's ne- you can necessarily infer from such a statement uh, what it seems that you're saying. So maybe it says something different. Because if that's all it says, I think that you'd have to be kind of reaching. Christine. I'm told. Well, I now read the entire book of Ecclesiastes. Christina Ricci. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I stole that joke. <laughs> that was so dumb. What was? <laughs> I don't get that. Christina Ricci. Uh, anyway. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's really disheartening as someone who went to four years of Bible college and, like, teaches Bible and studied the Bible and I'm a youth group leader. And a lot of times when people ask me where something in the is in the Bible, I go, you're going to have to just, like, Google it, man, because I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know the passage. Like, uh, yesterday at our roundtable at church, uh, I was trying to think of the scripture, and I was like, it's in, I feel like it's in one of the Corinthians. in the Bible. And, like, yeah, toward the end, the but uh, I couldn't, I couldn't. Uh, pinpoint exactly where a passage was. Yeah. So. I unless hate having have, to say that. Well, unless you have photographic memory, man, it's going to happen to you. Yeah. See, but now I don't want to get stuck on searching on Google. We'll have to do it another time. <laughs> because I Googled it. And okay. it did no, not. It, because so it, it got it, into the discussion that I just brought Yeah, no, but it will get into the discussion that I just brought up earlier, which was people differentiating between a soul and a breath of life. I was just reading someone saying that the breath of life just means life. It doesn't refer to the soul, which is immortal. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that that's kind of people are going to wind up interpreting. And that's that's why I didn't want to insisting that exactly. Yeah, I don't I don't think that you necessarily have to. Um, so, but what I'm saying is like if you're talking about like a spirit or breath of life, it does say in Ecclesiastes. Now he's being pessimistic, but I think he's what the guy is doing is observing life, and he's saying these are my observations. Um, but then if you want to go to soul, it clearly says that. And uh, I know it's in Leviticus, but I don't know chapter and verse. But it's, it's the reason why animals were given for atonement, basically explains. Mm. So, I've... yeah, and that's also a thing in, in the uh, flood account is, you know, two of every animal in which is the breath of life. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's, I feel like you definitely are hearing, you definitely wind up thinking a different thing when someone says, life and when they say like spirit or soul we don't really encounter much about spirit in an intimate sense like you do in the new testament in the old testament yeah i mean we also don't really encounter heaven and hell in the old testament like we do in the new testament so it's like progressive revelation that's that's the part that i think confuses people but I, i just don't see it being an expressed thought in scripture that animals are a different life form in in their substance not so much in their position yeah in, d- in that's sure i mean we're made of the same elements i don't i mean yeah but i don't just and, mean physically yeah i I, I know and sure i'm still fine saying that but positionally definitely as far as like we yeah. have dominion no and and I do agree i'd, I'd say dominion is a, a huge chunk of whatever however you're going to define what it means to be made in the image of god it's like we're made with dominion. We're made with creativity. We're made with an intelligence and a, a linguistic capacity uh, that, like, none of those guys no, are yeah. 
are uh, capable of. Right? It's really night and day between. I know they say like chimpanzees can be smart as as a four, orangutans, five. man. Yeah, they can be smart as a, a young child. Like the patterns they can memorize and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah they that. can do weird things that humans can't. Like, have you seen the thing where it's like it'll flash for like a quarter of a second? It'll flash on a screen numbers from one to twenty, and they're just it'll like scrambled right around order. there. And yeah. then it'll so it's like for a quarter of a second, it's on, and then it goes off. And the the monkey, the chimp, not monkey, the chimpanzee <laughs> can like touch where each number was in order. Yeah, wow. and it's like no human can do that. And no. it, it, but it actually has to do with the fact that we've traded a lot of that like super sharp short-term memory accuracy. We've traded it for a linguistic linguistic capacity mm-hmm. um, because we can kind of generalize about, we can abstract about the the world around us. Yeah, the way that the humans are I'm smarter than to... any dumb monkey, <laughs> right? Hmm? Right? Yeah, I'm smarter than a monkey. You're smarter than a monkey. I don't think there's any monkey that's as smart as us. I would, uh, yeah. Or ape. No. Chimpanzee. <laughs> what uh, about uh, Caesar? Huh? Caesar. He's fictional, bruh. Just saying. Yeah. Crappy movie. I mean, you know, uh-uh. there's plenty of, plenty of fictional animals can talk. I'm smarter than I, any monkey. Dolphins bet, are pretty smart I'm, as well. Ravens. I'm smarter than the smartest monkey in the world. I'm willing to say that. I agree. <laughs> I, yeah, man. Dolphins, like ravens, day. like, they... they Animals can do some cool stuff. I saw the... Uh, I feel like it was probably taught how to do this by a human. But an orangutan that had a, had a blanket, and it tied a knot. It, it, it tied the blanket in a knot in two of the different upper corners of the room and made a hammock for itself and laid down in it. And I'm like, cool. They like hammocks? We gotta kill this thing. <laughs> before, before it becomes Caesar. takes over. It's learning leisure. Yeah. <laughs> They've learned how to chill. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, his name? Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So, I kind of want to talk about this, which is related. Uh, but this goes off the animal subject. Um, about a guy who did pass away. And, Larry King. No. And um, his life kind of had some negative impacts at the end of the day. Jeffrey Epstein. No. Who <laughs> <laughs> He passed away, and his what life are you had doing? some negative... Well, he had some good ones, good memes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, well, if that's what all, my life boils down to, is good memes. All of those memes came about after his death. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I would say even those memes were not worth the atrocities. No. No. Not at all. You know? I'm like, I have to consider it. No, uh, I was I was talking about uh, Ravi Zacharias. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Filming. Yeah, that's uh. So you know who Robbie Zacharias is? He's, the name is familiar. He's an apologist. He's a Christian apologist. He actually had a huge impact on me as far as like yeah, right I, out I really of high school. Him. I I remember learning about this guy and getting ticked off that I did not hear about him sooner because as, it was like right after I graduated high school. I, I and I would look up videos on YouTube of him lecturing about uh you know making the choice to believe in God or not or uh you know just debating these really fundamental. Uh, philosophical principles and I was like I could be so much further ahead than I am right now in my understanding of these things so uh, he has a, a he had a great ministry um, for you know kind of building that found those foundational ideas into young believers or new believers and then is this a recent passing yeah uh, yeah it was last like year. year yeah 
right? Well, it hasn't even like been it was, a full year, has well, it? Well, no. yeah, like eight months or something. It was in 2020. Yeah, it was in 2020. Yeah, uh, but this was happening at the end of his life. There were some accusations made about of sexual misconduct. Yeah. And then, so there was an investigation, and it's still ongoing, but RZIM, which is his, what he founded, the organization, uh, they came out and said it, it pretty much looks like it, those accusations are true, which would include, well, the big ones, I think he, so he co-owned spas, like two spas in Atlanta. Usually okay. a bad sign. Right. It's a weird thing to... A weird thing to co-own and a yeah. weird place to co-own. It's them. like, hey, <laughs> I'm a Christian apologetics minister. Yeah. Also, I got these day spas. Right. Which, in Atlanta. Side. In Atlanta, yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think he actually lived in Atlanta. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Oh, okay. he was headquartered yeah. there. So. But it's just like, um, I, I, well, that being in the spas were like getting massage. I got a massage one time and I'm like, they're amazing. They're awesome. <laughs> but so like, I kind of get it. And he had back problems. And that was what he said. That's why he had the spas or whatever. But it was like, um, apparently he would go there and he would. Why does he have to own them? I'm, I'm laughing because it's like, yeah. I have back problems. I need a massage. Not a chiropractor. A masseuse. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was muscular. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Uh, so he he um, would get naked in front of the mas several masseuses. How do you say that? Masseuses. Masseuses. Dr. Masseuses. Masseuse the law. Uh, masseurs. I think it's masseurs, Medusa? right? Masseuse. Yeah. Masseurs. Um, I want to look that up. Yeah. Masseuse. Masseuses. <laughs> I was actually going to go there. Masseuse. But um, so he, he would get naked and touch himself and then oh, kind man. of fun. And like, I don't know. But just that kind of stuff. And it's really weird because nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Like not his wife or anybody. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, but it's like, gosh, that one hits you in the gut. Yeah. That one hits you in the gut. And it's like... What do you think about him? You have you have this thing where it's like, never meet your heroes, or, or I always tell people, like, don't make a hero of anybody who's alive, but then this guy died, and, and stuff still came out. So it's like, all right, well, with, uh, the things he said might have been Lamar, great, Lamar, but... Paul Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the things he said might have been great, but like, okay, back to the back to Christ. Like, just gotta keep casting our eyes back to Christ because humans, human heroes, always let us down. Well, and the thing is, regardless of what he did behind the scenes, which is obviously awful, if that stuff is true. <clears throat> the fact of the matter is, he did impact you, pro you know, positively. Yeah. What he, he what he was presenting, as much as that might not have been his true self, what he was presenting to people and. Uh, you know, speaking about as an apologist, were all healthy things to be talking about and, and sharing with people. So he still made a positive impact. You know, you can still listen to the yeah. things he said. God used him to bring about yeah. a largely positive impact on right. most of the people who, you know, had anything to do with him. Right. So I wouldn't say but, like boycott yeah. anything he's ever done that was good, but I obviously. I feel yeah. like, man, it's like, okay, should. Would I tell my students, you know, at school or at church to look up his videos now? And I'm like, I feel like I probably would just because I don't know of many people who do it as well as he did and put mm -hmm. it as succinctly. But I would definitely let them know that up front. Yeah. It's like, look, here's a guy who turns out he was involved in some really horrific, you know, ungodly stuff. Um, this video is not going to contain anything about that. But and almost just use that as like a lesson on the front end. 
of like and here's a here's something to keep in mind is that you know as as wise and as godly appearing as as someone might come off it's like don't put your trust in princes don't put your trust in you know chariots and you know don't don't put your trust in your heroes you know yeah and there might be a chance that in the end his name will be exonerated maybe but I'm with just his like, own ministry coming out and saying that's like, to me so convicting. it seems true yeah yeah and, and i'm glad they did i'm glad that they weren't like hey let's save face and try to you know not because we still have books to sell and we still have you know other people who are involved that with this ministry that we don't want them to lose their <laughs> paychecks and their yeah. god bless you uh you know their families have to suffer all that kind of stuff like you know honesty is like a, a lie is you're breaking reality man yeah and um i just find it weird i mean i, I get like he could kept a good secret but um that so like what what gets me about it is you know if he wanted massages whatever for his back why not hire someone to come to his house yeah yeah it doesn't make any sense arguably you could probably get in the same trouble you know with that you, you but, could but, but i mean if, if he was yeah. if he was transparent about it obviously then then there would be no issue here but he wasn't so i'm like that doesn't look good but like just how he was able to keep that from everybody there's another pastor well i don't know if bobby was a pastor but uh i don't know if you've heard of this guy art azurdia mm -hmm. something he happened is recently? tremendous as far as like maybe the best speaker i've ever heard as far as his eloquence his delivery of a message and everything even you know the content is all great as well and i still will go back and listen to some of his sermons because they're so i mean like they cut to the heart you know and they're so beautiful in a lot of ways and then um he came forward and said that he had like a, a moral failing and like stepped down from ministry and he says he doesn't ever want to come back just because of you know how he dishonored his wife and his calling and god and you know all the, all those sorts of things and it's like man like even him you know even even that kind of guy and i do have a lot of respect for the fact that he came forward about it because I feel like if you're Ravi Zacharias and you're in the middle of your transgression, you're like, okay, I, I feel like I can keep this up and like I can die before anyone finds out about it and kind of save face and not, uh, well, you know, like, let me die well, before people find not, out. Not, not that like a race to the grave or anything, but it's like, I think I can do this and no one ever find out about it. And then I die and like my legacy is intact, you know? And it's like, man kind of who cares like uh you know that scene in Les Mis where uh you haven't seen it no nope. oh man it's so freaking good I know these guys don't care much for it well yeah anyway but there's that scene where mm. it's like he's uh you know there's this convicted or this this criminal who he was supposed to be on like he had been in you know uh what was it called indentured servitude for years and years, like, you know, 20 years or something. And then he finally gets out and he's on parole. And then he winds up just like tearing off, tearing up his parole uh, documents. And like, he doesn't report back to his officer and he just goes and starts a new life. And he's actually like cleaned himself up and he becomes the, um, the owner of this 
industry where there are these women working under him who are like just seamstresses and you know they provide for their families and everything and then an officer is like on his trail and is sniffing him out as far as like you know i think this is the guy who broke his parole all those years ago and uh he's he's on the verge of finding him out and then another guy just some random guy winds up pleading guilty of being him and so jean valjean the main character he's like i can get away with it you know all i have to do is shut my mouth and like the officer even comes up to him he's like i'm so sorry i thought that you were jean valjean and like it turns out like man if you want to report me to my uh commanding officer please do it because i need to be you know reprimanded for for the uh misfortune that i brought upon you and and your name and Jean Valjean's like, man, all I have to do is keep quiet. And this other guy who like, he's just someone in the gutter. There aren't people working for him and, you know, making money and feeding their families. All I have to do is keep my mouth shut and he'll suffer and I'll get through. And he says, if I, uh, if I go, like if I go to the courthouse and reveal myself, I am condemned. But if I stay, I am damned. And I think like that is very applicable to, to Robbie Zacharias's situation where it's like, okay, if I speak out, I'll be condemned and like people will lose all this respect for me and all these people work for my organization. But man, if I, if I stay silent about this and just kind of let people believe a lie and make people suffer, like I'm damned, you know? That's yeah. That's what's like trying to understand his mindset. Assuming, you know, that this is all true. Yeah, like, like that's what just makes it so difficult to believe. Is like, how can you... Well, it was either a fear, uh, a fear of his reputation being hurt, you know, destroyed, or simply a fact of him wanting to continue, and so he didn't want to tell anyone for that reason. Hmm. Um, I mean, it could have been a mixture of both, but obviously it seemed like, unless he did stop at some point, and he just never told anyone that he ever started in the first place, and therefore he didn't tell people that he stopped. Mm. Then it was probably he didn't say anything because he just wanted to continue doing what he was doing. Mm. So, which is sad, but it's true. But... And it's like, okay, what would you do in that situation? If you had to choose between, you know, lo like lo people losing all this respect for you, all the honor, uh, your industry would collapse your ministry would collapse, all this good gospel work that's getting done around the world. And let's say you actually do have the change of heart. And all this good gospel work's getting done around the world. It's like, man, if I come out, we might go bankrupt. And, like, there are real Bibles that are getting put into the hands of people in, in other countries. And, uh, like, real mission work that's getting done. Like, if I, if I come out and tell people this about myself, like, so much is horrible. So many horrible things are going to happen. But if I stay silent, like, what would you wind up doing? Well, how public would that information have to be? Like, why wouldn't you go... The to, specifics like, of it? Yeah, like, why couldn't you step down, but but the reasons for it just be within, like, the head people Yeah, that you kind of have, behind? like, a board of directors, yeah, and it's you like, tell them, yeah. and then the, the news story is moral failing. Like, right. he had a moral failing. Right. Um, that's true. That's actually a good, you know, point for why you have elders and leadership and boards of directors like for a company you know things like that to kind of cushion those blows um yeah yeah that's probably well I, I don't know how long he was doing it you know if he ended up stopping mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how long did he own those uh spas for his whole life but it He's was born about with them <laughs> yeah about he to them i don't know why i said but like till his death i would say I don't know how long he was, but um, the thing that he would do is he would, it was when he would visit, 
and the question is how often do you visit and do that? right mm -hmm. but then there was the, the more most recent thing was i think in like 2017 where he was uh, telling he was texting this girl this woman for nude photos mm -hmm. Wait, but he fought, but he fought all that while living, saying right. that they were trying. It was extortion. They're trying to get money from him. Because huh. when the masseu one of the masseuses, masseuse, masseurs, <laughs> they came out, they ended up getting fired hmm. for it, and um, he protested, saying like, "This woman's trying to ruin me." Hmm. Either she was, or... Gosh. and it's like you know, I would totally believe him. You know, the reputation that he has, I mean, also you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. So you have the presumption of innocence and it's like, okay, what kind of evidence was she bringing? Is she just showing, you know, texts from a number that saved as Ravi Zacharias <laughs> soliciting nude photos or, so it depends on what the evidence is like, but man, now knowing what we well, have. And I'm curious evidence. with this being the situation. And with people from his own company saying that, or his own ministry, I should say, uh, saying that it's probably true, has there been any contact with this woman that had been fired all those years ago? Or three years ago? That's now? part of the investigation. That's why we know okay. that happened. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Like maybe giving her some kind of, I don't know, uh, you know, for that having happened, if it is true, like maybe giving her some some kind of money as as uh, compensation as compensation. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a special thing to die without a scandal. You know, <laughs> like it, it's a special thing for someone to be able to die. You know, whether they're in ministry or if they're just like, you know, any any Christian man or woman. It's like to be able to die and not have some atrocity, you know, attributed to. And you know, we're going to define uh, atrocity in different ways, but. Um, gosh, I'm like, when, when I think of the flesh and the devil and, and sin and, and all those sorts of things, I'm like, how does anyone make it out alive? Like, or unscathed, mm -hmm. I guess. And then it's like, okay, well then you cast your eyes to the cross. Well, and then, and then like, many come out, um, you know, don't come out unscathed because they're blamed of something they never even did. Yeah. Yeah. That's another know? thing. It's like, well, yeah, that person's not perfect. They've made mistakes, but then you're blaming them for, you know, something mm. that they didn't even do. It, it's so sad, but we live in that kind of culture now where, where we play the blame game. And in, in our society, with the way that blaming happens, especially like with celebrities and stuff like that, it's like if you're a big enough name and someone blames you or something, you, you are not innocent until you're presumed guilty. You're presumed guilty. guilty. Yeah. 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 That's tough. Mm -hmm. Thinking about kind of what you were saying, like, um, it, it made me think of the, I think it's the quote from Batman. It's like, you either die the hero or you live your, exactly. you live long enough yeah. to see yourself become I don't know how guy. I didn't see yeah. that because that's exactly the quote. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale is now going to be a villain. I was going to say that. He's now playing a villain <laughs> in what? In a comic Thor. book movie in Thor. Yeah, the new Thor is going to be a villain. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's he going to be? Um, Groar or something like that? It's, what? it's like Groar sure. the God Killer or something yeah. like that he's called. Was it? Thor and Groar. I thought Hela was the god killer. No, Hela is the, the god of death. Yes. Oh, or the goddess. Yeah, yeah. Goddess. A yeah. goddess. Of yeah. Death. Didn't 
Wasn't uh, Christian Bale technically the villain in American Psycho? Like, didn't he play? As well, yeah. no, he wasn't like a villain. As a he was the hero. Villain now. Uh, yeah, no, he it, was the hero in American Psycho. Yeah, he's the good guy. <laughs> he's just cleaning up the street. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Depositing Eric's those kittens. Last <laughs> Just kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, also, boy. don't bring up those kind of movies. <laughs> Curious minds will want. Oh dear, can't. So I, I mean, even going back to what we were saying before, it's like you almost gotta have a mindset where every year you have your birthday and you're like, you know, <laughs> one, one more year in the books without destroying everything, you know. Uh, because if the flesh gets its way, you're just... That's true. I, I saw this uh, tattoo somebody had posted online, and it's like this guy on his forearm, he had eight rows of ten boxes. And then every year, like, so he had as many checked as how old he was. Okay. And then every year he would go and get one more box checked. And it's like, I think he actually only had maybe 77 boxes total because it was whatever the median uh age of death was for you know i guess people for for males in his country or whatever and uh so he had that many boxes and it's like man what a great thing to just always have that in front of you to be reminding you of your death like um so joe was talking i saw him on saturday and he's like i want to start a twitter account and i just tweet at famous people and I just tell them, like, remember thou art mortal. Mm-hmm. And it's called Beggar at the Side, the character from uh, Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. Mm. And it's like just, okay, today, Kim, Karga- Kim Kardashian, remember thou art mortal. He said, I'd probably get, you know, arrested for, you know, it would it seem like, like some threat. kind of threat. But <laughs> it's like, you just want to do this to, to let these people know, like, you're going to die, man. And that that's a big philosophical, and, and I think even as a Christian, just memento mori is the Latin for it. It's just like, remember, you're going to die and uh i mean i think of i grew up hearing this a lot and it's also in uh john piper's book um don't waste your life but it's like you know only one life it will soon be passed and only what's done for christ will last say that last part only what's done for christ will last it's like everything else that i do in my life is it just burns up you know you read the scriptures and it's like okay you've spent your whole life building something and parts of it are made of gold and parts of it are made of uh you know wood hay stubble whatever and the whole thing is going to pass through the fire and the wood the hay the stubble all that stuff's going to burn up but the gold and the silver and the precious jewels like those things are going to to last it's like how much of my life if i was to if i was to honestly you know chart it out uh hours per day like how much of my life is is kingdom work and how much of it is just kind of, you know, stuff that I do because I want to. And even even things that are good, like working out. It's like, hey, cool, I, I lifted weights and good for your cardiovascular health. And, you know, I, I think that's I think that's a good pursuit. You you learn a discipline and, uh, you know, hopefully you, you, you last a little bit longer and you get to be more helpful with the time that you're around because you're stronger. But I'm, I'm wasting a lot of it, man. Um, and that's that's hard for me to to grapple with sometimes. I had a I had a friend who he was he he had a very good mind frame on that. Um, in college one time, uh, we go to get in his car. And there's a huge dent in the side of his car. He had a a niceish car. It was it was new, or you know, relatively new. Mm-hmm. 
it wasn't like some old beat up junker. Mm. And I was like, oh man, what happened here? He's like, I have no idea. So what do you mean? He goes, just came in, you know, two days ago or three days ago and huge dent in the car. Someone must have hit it and just kept going. I was like, man, that really sucks. Like, I was upset for him. Mm. And he just looked at me and goes, everything burns. Mm. It's all gonna burn. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, man. That's a message from Joker. Actually, yeah, it is. <laughs> this was before that, I think. And he was like, and he, like, but he was just like, he was just like, everything burns, man. Like, yeah. what I do for Christ and the kingdom is the only thing that really matters and the mm. only thing that lasts. This car burns. Yeah. I'm not taking it to the grave. I'm not taking it to the next. Well, he goes, well, no, he said, I'm not taking it to the next life. And he goes, I'm definitely not taking it to the grave. This mm. car, it'll be, it'll be gone in ten years. Mm. You know, but I just. I don't know if it's a. Matt Chandler original, but he said like everything, creepy, everything that you own is the stuff of future. Uh, what does he say? Dumps, junkyards, and uh, like yard sales. Hmm. You know, it's like the you get the PS Nine or whatever, and you're like, dope! It's it's so great, and then like one day that thing is going for twenty bucks. At a GameStop because, mm. you know. There won't be a GameStop at that time. <laughs> Dude, did you see? This is totally off topic. Did you see what happened with GameStop's, GameStop's stock this past week? This week? No. It, I heard like, that it, it did something crazy. So it was, you know, let's say, uh, you know, 17 or whatever. And over the course of like three days, it went up to where it was valued at like 160. And then just totally everything fell out of it. <laughs> just huh. because people were buying it as a... Well, because you know, yeah, I'm, I guarantee you there are people behind that that said, "Let's short GameStop yeah, stocks." Yeah, exactly. And they short, made yeah. a fortune. Yeah, just and, rumors. Uh, yeah, so it's like even even that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. You you make it, you lose it in a day. Yeah. And then when you die, uh, you know, maybe maybe your kids get a more comfortable life, but it it's all gonna burn. All the stuff they're gonna buy with it is gonna burn. Yeah, I guess that's why it was like nice being outside. bringing it back well no but like that's what it was it was like and i was like oh yes i was like this is the the this is the real world yeah this is the real work of art here Mm -hmm. you don't you don't think uh bitcoin and all that's gonna last oh i i don't know i gotta say nothing will last i think air conditioning is a work of art that is a work of art but like when you live in florida it's been a beautiful winter though it's been a long cool yeah you can't complain breezy about winter. winter yeah maybe just like a probably days. maybe the nicest winter of my life in florida mm. um before the storm. yeah it means next year yeah. and isn't that weird like we did have all those storms we had a record number of named storms and we dodged and one, one one or two of them made landfall on florida i think it was two one well, in the panhandle one and panhandle. then like the last one yeah cut through as like a barely cat one yeah but like you know i mean they still do damage. They flooded a lot. Yeah. That's still a grace that most of us didn't have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, because Louisiana and Texas Jeez, had like several man. category. Yeah. Three and above. Yeah. It's crazy. But I don't know. I just being outside was like uh, literally, I guess, a breath of fresh air. And I'm like looking at houses. I'm like, well, we, we built these shelters obviously to survive, but we also, it's like a workshop. If you think about it, we do our own creating like our own world. Yeah, could be a cage, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you go out here and you're like, oh goodness. 
Sounds to me like you want to be cremated and planted <laughs> in a tree planter in your. I leave that to a living. <laughs> just uh, I I don't honestly I don't know I don't really I don't want to be cremated. It's just weird. To but me. bro, like you're but not even gonna care. To but that's what I'm saying. Like I know that this because I've thought about it. So I'm like <laughs> all these thoughts that I could do for preparing about death are kind of pointless. Because like this is a blip in my. I don't well, want to there, about it. there are somebody some else's things. Problem. There are yeah. some things you do to prepare your to prepare for your death that are not pointless. Yeah. Like living. Right. Know? Yeah. It's like you're you're preparing for like you're gonna be dead. That's mostly what you're ever gonna be, is like just a memory of a dead guy and then people are gonna forget about you. Within a it's generation. like do you know do you know your all of your great grandparents? You have no. what, eight of them? I know. I've seen a picture of one, two. I met one. I know. I my uh my great twenty seconds to count to two. Yeah, well, <laughs> my... like I I know of, but I don't think I've seen pictures of just yeah. two. I met and like I grew up with my mom's mom's mom. Uh, Wait, you said great grandparents or great great grandparents? Yeah. Oh no, I've known. Okay, I've known two. Okay, sure. <laughs> so let's, let's say. Picture of one. Not even self conscious of how long you're taking. Well, because I had two great grandmas that lived till I was like in high school. One lived while I was in high school, and the one died when I was, like, an adult. Yeah. I, I only ever got to know one of my great-grandparents, but it's, like... Amazing. My, I'm thinking, like, okay, my dad's dad, dad. I don't know that guy's name. I don't know that guy's first name. And, uh, I mean, I don't think that that's some great tragedy. Um, I know I know things about him, because I know stories that my grandpa told about when he was growing up. But, like, I, I can't for the life of me right now think of that guy's name. So... It's it's just so bizarre to think like, man, you're gonna die. Let's say you you're, let's say we have another forty forty five years left in us. That's not unreasonable if we're in our early thirties. But like, after that, what what do you think? You have another fifty years before no one even knows your name, and like it's... you leave behind a contribution because people are hopefully living a slightly better life because of the direction that you took your kids and everything but it's like it's so fleeting you know and, and it's possible to outlive everybody that you kind of knew on a personal gosh yeah. do you want to do that no i mean i feel like i'm around a lot of young people a lot <laughs> a lot <laughs> too often too, too much <laughs> no no i like i i don't mind it i feel like it kind of keeps me on my toes keeps me you know keeps mentally you sharp but uh yeah, I don't think I'm going to outlive most of the people that I know or have an impact on. Um, but still, like, it's it's coming. A hundred years from now, probably no one will remember us. Unless, you know, this podcast become a, a, a robber baron. I was going to say, we'd have to commit some heinous crime. I was thinking that too. Uh, y'all went, how y'all horrible went real, is that? Y'all went real dark with us. Thinking like Rockefeller, or you know, we could be which, like I mean, uh, arguably not a great fella, but we could be like the you know Mother Teresa, uh, Gandhi, Francis of Assisi of uh, you know of no. our generation. No, no? Augustus. You don't want to be Francis of Assisi? No, I was saying it's more a chance of us doing like some sort of viral video. This, this <laughs> yeah, just some it's stupidity. like, dude, do you remember the Numa Numa guy from yeah. 
Like, for how long will people be talking about that guy? For a long time. He has a legacy of Air just, like, from the chest up and arms going, <laughs> like, flailing through the air. Yeah. Where yeah. he's at now, he has his own, like, uh, YouTube channel. And he's st- he pawns off his popularity with the dance. He has that in a little square icon. Man, <laughs> that is, that's the dream, right? Yeah, have, do one thing and become popular. Have one thing blow up overnight, have it be popular for a few years, and then just ride and, and, that and, wave. And be able and to monopolize on that. Yeah. Because there's true. like the Star Wars kid who he blew up and... Oh, yeah. there's negative. Who, who's the hide your kids, hide your wife guy? It's uh, yeah. uh, some guy, yeah. Well, yeah. his... Like, uh, you I, just said how much I know about him. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, someone... <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I His knew title someone. Is it. I met someone who actually did merchandise for him, and sold it like Antoine it Dodson. Cr- yeah, so, uh, sold. That yeah. does sound like a familiar name. So yeah, yeah. he sold, also sold occupied merchandise that of that guy. That was a great a video. Lot. But then the uh, the what is it? The auto tune yep. singing version. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The remixes of those things. Yeah, that was a thing. No, not really a thing anymore. Remixing. Where there the would be a viral TV. video and then you make it a song. Yeah. There was I, that There's one. a YouTube channel that does that. Like, just that. Has Songify, right? Yeah, Songify the, this. Here's the thing, though, is I feel like I kind of stepped off that wave at a, at a good time. And I know, <laughs> I feel like everybody says this, but, uh, you know, TikTok is a thing. <laughs> and so I, you know, I'm in youth ministry and everything, and I resisted for a very long time. I mean, I had a Snapchat years ago, like what, maybe seven, eight years ago, I had a I had a Snapchat, and then I wound up getting rid of it just because I found myself going through people's stories and like, hey, I I'm missing out on hours of sleep because of this, uh, you know, in total over the course of however long I had it. Uh, but now there's there's TikTok, and I'm like, okay. For the sake of having my fingers on the pulse of youth culture, I'm going to download the app. And, like, I downloaded it, and maybe five minutes later, I'm like, I have to get this off my phone. Mm. Because it was... And just like uh, just like the front page of it, you know, let's say. I don't I don't know what you technically call it. But just like the... I, I, I put in some really basic things for preferences, and the types of things that it showed me, I'm like... If I have this... It knows me too well. <laughs> like they, Well, it's not even that. It's like, if I have this at my fingertips, one, it's it's substanceless, you know? It's like something to get a little bit of a chuckle, and then you just scroll. Or I don't think you even scroll. Maybe you scroll, but it's like there's no space. There's no time between the showing of one thing, and the, it just immediately starts the next one. Mm. There's no time for processing, and so you're not processing anything long form. It's just like, here's something that's funny. Here's something that's funny. Here's something that's funny. And a lot of it was just really overtly sexualized and, uh, you know, crass. And I'm just thinking, I don't, I will be a worse person if I keep this app. And if I had, gosh, I don't want to sound like I'm a hundred years old, but like (laughs) if, if that is the, if that's the center of the lives of a lot of today's youth, like, man, People thought we had short attention spans. Yeah, no, I agree. And we yeah. did. I agree. But like, yeah, man, you just train people to not remember. Like, if these are six-second clips, you won't remember what happened 30 seconds ago. No. Because it's totally disconnected. It's totally disjointed from what's going on now. So It's the new dread. It, it, 
uh, interacts. Like it interacts with your mind like a drug interacts with your mind. You know. So. So, and I I know this isn't necessarily why they were called this, but I heard someone make a good point about like um, with social media and the people that are on social media are called users, just like with drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't was like, that? That was on. Have so. you seen The Social Dilemma? I still need to see it. it that's uh, on there. It's like the only two industries that call their uh, yeah. clients users yeah. are uh, social media and drug dealers. Yeah. Or software and drug dealers. I, well, actually, the oh, video sorry, I sorry. was I'm watching. Like software. Yeah. Well, the video I was watching was a. They had were mentioning The Social Dilemma, yeah. so that's why they said that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a great documentary. If we wind up talking about social media next week, do we want to, like, all come having watched that? So. Social Dilemma. The Social yeah, it's Dilemma. Yeah, it's a Netflix documentary. Yeah. I I feel like 90% of the stuff that's on it, it's like I already knew, but it does uh, phrase it in a very clear way to kind of point you to the problematic aspects of what's going on. I wouldn't mind talking about that. So, yeah. Neat. Yeah. We, uh... We done? No, I want to know. Uh... What's your preference? If you go to a funeral, open or close <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, if I might bring this up, I was recently, when my uncle was here, we were recently visiting uh, where my grandma was buried. And I found myself, myself upset because there was just a lot. We didn't, we never got a gravestone or anything. Hmm. And I found myself upset. I don't, you know. You felt I, what was a lot? Like the moment was a lot? or No, a lot. Oh, it was oh, just oh, like, oh, a, like, lot it was of, like a plot of yeah. plot, yeah. I yeah. also did not catch that. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. That should have said plot, I guess. Just a piece of land. There was no, you know, gravestone or anything. Hmm. So but, how did you know? And I'm not trying to be funny, but like, how did you no. know you were in the right spot? Out of partly out of memory, and then we called to confirm. They'll tell us. There's not even like a little bronze plaque no. that they no nothing. No. Really flags really? like to to mark there's, out like, uh, like there's, a grid. So there's like a slab of concrete, and there's like little divots. And then there's uh, letters. Okay. Okay. So. It, so it's like like. Yeah. Well, not not yeah. trying to be funny, but like battleship, like like B nine. Huh. Kind of. Well, it's just letters. But it was. I I'm pretty sure it would happen to be the, the initials. No, it wasn't the initials. No, that'd Never be mind. tough. Yeah, that would be tough. But uh, uh, anyways, so I found myself upset. Well, even though like I don't like I just know that this just her bones are there, and that you know I have peace about how she died. I, I, I still get upset about um, the fact that she's gone. You know, for me, when I deal with death, it's, it's yeah, I get celebrating whatever, but you're mourning because of how much they meant to you. And, mm. and one, like, a day without them really sucks, you know. Mm. Um, but anyways, that's how I deal with the, that kind of stuff. So I'm very sensitive to death. But um, I had peace about how she died and everything. And I hadn't been there. None of us had been there since that, that day that we buried her. And I was upset because it was like, if we're going to have something to remember her by, it can't just be some grass and mm-hmm. two letters. So I kind of wanted a gravestone. Um, but so, so anyways, to go back to what you're saying, like, um, I prefer open cast because, well, you're talking about my own death or just when I go to a funeral? either for your okay. own death that's uh, the i think I it would I, I would love for your own death but if if uh if i'm gonna you, get some like oh well no, no. I, I wouldn't even care bro 
But Dude, honestly, but I your, won't care. Your grandma doesn't care that it's just a grid and she grass. She doesn't. But you do. But yeah, and so like, yeah. that matters. To me, but that's what I'm trying to say. This is a living question. That's but, the irony of it. But you don't, like, does your life now only matter, like, to you? And, and do your decisions, right, that you make now alive, do they only impact you? No, but the, the way I think about that. I know, and... okay. I shouldn't have even. <laughs> It's like you could, you could talk. I have never seen Travis so exasperated. Like like, it was just a beat. You could like, talk. I know. Why did I? Even... You could talk <laughs> anyone out of any good deed, <laughs> like with that. With that philosophy, it's almost a little uh, nihilistic. So I do apologize, but like no, honestly... I agree. Except except for the almost and a little part. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, I could, you know, I'm not a nihilist, uh, but like, yeah, it does, it did, you know, it did impact me. Uh, that's actually something I wanted to share when we were all talking about that. It's like, no, it, it's like, it does impact me. Um, and I prefer to see the person if I could, but you know, man, it is weird too seeing mm -hmm. a corpse. Oh yeah. Mm. So like, that's also a thing I, and I was also had experience. You need a good mortician for sure. If you have an open casket. Yeah. Right. I, I've also experienced. I was in the presence of someone when they when they passed. I wasn't like staring right at them, but I I I, I can't watch someone pass. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Maybe if it's a loved one like my my mom or a child, but like I I was in the hospital when my great grandmother passed, and I was like right outside because there was a bunch of us there when it happened, and I was like right outside of that so I could kind of see. And uh, I was we arrived hours before she died, and then she passed, and it was like what was left it was mm -hmm. just different yeah. yeah so the idea of a shell or whatever it it does feel like that like it's just a body well that yeah, yeah that's all that's there now but that's so that's what's weird but I, I i watched my grandma pass and it was very peaceful you know surrounded by the whole family in her own bedroom you know hospice all that kind of stuff uh and like we're a family that sings and we sang hymns you know before and i think even after um and it's like you know we're all sobbing and everything but uh and I watched my cousin pass, the one that I was talking about earlier, and that was bad. Like, it was, they they took him off the ventilator, and they put him in, you know, a, a bedroom in hospice, uh, in a facility, you know, adjoined to the hospital, and he's in the bed, and it's his parents, myself, my sister, his brother, my parents, uh, my other uncle, and, you know, he's he's been taken off the, the ventilator and his breaths are getting, you know, smaller and smaller. And then I'm saying, like, something out of a horror movie. Just all of a sudden, he's like... <gasps> oh, yeah. Choking. Man. And, like, he did that a few times over the course of maybe six or seven God. minutes. Heck. Like, he... Yeah. It, a a giant gasp. His, his eyes shot open... And, like, I, I was, because for, for a split second, for a very split second, you're like, holy cow, he's back. Just like that. Right. And then you're like, oh, no, I know what this is. What, so it's and, uh, just the body's reaction? Death, yeah, yeah, it's the body trying not to die. Yeah, it's... It's, it's the it's, body literally, like, breathe. Breathe yeah. hard now. Yeah. Like, don't die. It, it, it's called toking. Yeah. Hmm. Which, toking. Yeah, like... <laughs> when you smoke you you toke yeah it, it's called toking yeah hmm. but Death anyway jokes. like if if i can if there's a way to be sure that i don't put my family through that 
like yeah, I, had no I want I want to do it because that like that had an impact on me. His mom, like I cannot imagine, like the one that you gave birth to, your firstborn son, uh, you know, and having to watch them fade and and just dramatically uh, so come back like that. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I guess open casket. <laughs> all that uh, that is uh yeah that's why i say a bullet to the head i'm an open cast kind of guy but yeah. like uh, but like i said like i'm i'm very much like like crack jokes like crack jo- like i don't know about jokes but it's no, like I'm there i'm i'm all about like i'm all about like hey like get a smile on your face like crack the dark humor like but like i also come like from... if you smile at memories of me you know? No, but I'm like I'm like crack jokes, like laugh yeah. at something stupid that I did because there's a list of. Do you that want stuff. like a, a party hat on your? No, head no, no. Like, like I'm not, I'm definitely not like oh, like, like you know weekend at Bernie's. That oh, yeah. Break the corpse up on stage. Hey, let me tell you about Miguel. Over here. <laughs> there, there's a famous comedian that's like, oh, I want to be put on like like strings and like puppeteers. Yeah, oh, yes. my God. That, that was Dane, Dane Cook. Cook. Was it Dane Cook? No, I kind of thought it was Daniel Tosh, right? I thought it was Dane Cook who said, like, he wanted to be, and, like, there'd be, like, a strobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a uh, beach ball? Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I'm not, I'm not to that extent, but I'm like, I'm like, look, like, like, celebrate my life, but, like, have a laugh, too. Like, mm. like call up, like, the dumb things that I've done. Like, like don't sit there and be like, was. he was such a good person. Let me person, tell you what an idiot moron so... this guy was. No, but, like, I don't, I also don't want, like... He was so infinitely wise, and everything he said was just a gem that Profound. I'll never forget. Yeah. Like, what if like I... no, like be real. Like, hey, dude said a lot of dumb stuff, but we loved him for it. And here's a podcast. And, no. and here's a, a podcast. <laughs> 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 and, and here's him hey, memorialized. Could we hire a ventriloquist to come speak at your funeral? Oh, no. Who, like, who can also impersonate you? <laughs> Literally. What? I mean. I wouldn't like have my panties in a wad about it, but like clearly, well, you'll be dead. You yeah, yeah, you'll exactly. I'll, I'll have transcended my this opinion that I have right now, but uh, but no, like like I'm, I'm very much like, like, remember it, like remember the good times, laugh at the good times, like take the bad, be sad about it, but like don't let it cripple you either, like be like, dang, that was so much fun. Sad that I can't relive that moment with them, mm-hmm. but hey. But I, I also come from a world where like you had to be prepared for death because well, in the EMT world, you know, like you have to be prepared for it. Like you can, people can die. You can be working on somebody and they can die, or you're trying to bring someone back, and it's like it's really heavy, and people don't always understand that, and you can't just go and be like, this is someone that I had to work on, and I tried so hard and they didn't make it and now I'm crippled and crying and tomorrow I have to do it all over again. It's like, laugh about it. Find something like, like don't disrespect the person, but just be like, yeah, that was crazy. You know? And like, and like, that's even my first experience, uh, you know, doing ENT was literally a nurse poking their head out being like, you're on rounds and rotation. Yeah. You're here to learn. Yeah. Hey, come in here real quick. Walk in and there's somebody like, all right, get to work i'm like mm. oh i need gloves like hold on like i'm not mm. like i'm not prepared to actually jump in just yet and like taking the minute and like like you can laugh about that you know and it's a sad moment and you know that person didn't make it but it's like i can sit there and be like oh and beat yourself up or you can just sit there and be like hey yeah you know what i 
I did my best. Uh, I wasn't able to make it. I learned from it. You know, I pray that they knew Jesus. Uh, and, and we move on, you know, and, and laugh to get it off and, and, and keep going. Um, and, and that's what I really want. Like, I don't want anyone, like, as much as I would love to be loved and remembered and cherished, like, I don't also want my wife to be crippled the rest of her life because I've died. I want her to, hey, I love him. I always love him. Uh, but I've had my morning and I can remember him fondly mm. and I can still laugh and I can remember the good and I can remember the bad and I can move on. Yeah, I don't think any of us are, like, hoping that Oh, Everyone yeah. is just distraught forever in our absence. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And married to someone else? Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I, you know, and death, he wouldn't care. He'd be dead. That's <laughs> right. Well, hey, you're gonna, I, you're gonna like live this in the next several podcasts. I, but I. Agree what, what's with your that. opinion on this movie? Well, your opinion doesn't matter because one day you'll it's, die and you'll transcend that opinion. So, that, so sit in the corner with your opinion right now. Make you think. <laughs> so differently about life well it's i mean it, it i said does, till death no it's you like i made a deal till death it's true and but yeah uh, I, when I, death parts us we've, we've had that conversation too i'm like you know like be yeah that's a biblical like, idea yeah, I, yeah i'd be like find someone else yeah but like maybe not the next day exactly yeah. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like give it give it time it's like oh no i love my life hey so uh question give it time don't make it a rebound don't be like oh no he died hey this person really helped me like bury him and move on and now i've mm. married him I'd be like, give that time to really develop, yeah. flesh that out a little bit, yeah. you know, but like, yeah, like, move on. Question. Even though this, has, this doesn't matter at all, but. <laughs> nor does anything. Nor does anything, but. And you... it's all predetermined anyway, so. <laughs> Just the milestones. Just the milestones. <laughs> Which husbands count. Yeah. <laughs> but um, would you rather someone you didn't know or someone you did know? To do what? Oh, to, to marry to... your spouse? Yeah. yeah. Like if, like if they decide to go Levitical, and it's your brother, or, well, I, I don't have any know. brothers. Well, I'm just saying, like someone, you know, or someone, like, would that be weird? Be no, I'd be dead. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I swear, like you're. This... The, honestly, that is where my mind went independently of your prior statement. Like, interesting. If if I, it's not like she's gonna die, and I'll be like, wait, really, him? Like you. Well, what if, if you're I was, brought back like Samuel, whatever, and you're like, hey, how, what the, you, <laughs> I, I would say whatever does the most good, um, it, in that, you know, so long as it's not like a, like, I don't want to say predatory relationship, but like, so long as it's not like, like, hey, you're grieving and in mourning and feelings develop through that grieving and mourning and not like, hey, we've gotten, like, we've actually fleshed out a relationship here. Um, and then also like uh you know beneficial in the sense that like there's not going to be scandal behind it of like oh he died and then the brother swoops in and married her six weeks later uh, and not like like they murdered me but like you know but two like two weeks after <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's here's... some very telenovela yeah the uh <laughs> related but not to the bigger topic i just want to know what if you were thought dead and then they found you. Oh, so we're super going to tell a novella here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do then? It's like a castaway, right? Yeah, except they got married. They weren't just yeah. engaged. Um, well, you've been gone for like, how what, presumed years? dead is yeah, it? Like, like I years or something? I got detoured on the way home and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I, oh, just, I you must be dead. I think I would walk in the picture and be like, 
I had dibs. Sorry. Technically, but you never died, so Yeah, I, I would I would seriously come in and be like What a crappy situation. Get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, thanks for paying off the mortgage. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh That's a great idea. <laughs> Sign on a house, <laughs> fake your own death, come back fifteen years later. <laughs> You raised my children. <laughs> they go to college. Great. All, the, all my problems are solved. <laughs> no, we're worried. Getting uh, to be with my kids. I I think at that point, um, obviously my desire would be to to be with my wife, but I think I would have to leave that up to my wife. Um, I should have opened this box because mm. it'll it'll start a conversation. That's a different conversation. It is. Yeah. I know, but I just like this was interesting. Like, I had yeah, to ask it. If, if it were just if we went back to the original question with like when i die would i care if my wife married someone that i did know or didn't know it, it probably wouldn't matter would you ultimately. leave it in a will what what no, no. my last request is that a friend of mine marries my wife no that would, it would <laughs> don't marry that jerk yeah. No, that, that, that would, except for you so no, that would no i mean i might have Eric, an idea of some friends that would be good for he her if i you like like if i'm close to death and i know it and i might i might have some people in mind that'd be great for her but i can't force her into any of that kind of stuff come closer so i need you to court my wife <laughs> in six weeks i wouldn't care either way you say you live it up to your wife yeah of course no, but he. No, I'm talking I, about what yeah, he's I, I would leave it up to my oh. wife because at that point, like, oh, that. in theory, like, she's gone through the mourning process. She's let me go, like, and I'd be like, hey, I'm not dead. I love you. I, I want to be with you. Um, but also, I I understand that you've made peace with the fact that I am will not and am not around. Mm. Um, not saying like, I don't want to say like we can't be friends or anything, but like, Ooh, you know, like I feel like. I'd have to just excuse myself from her life. It would be tough to try to be a friend. With... No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying be a friend. Like, oh, I'll just I'll come over for tea like once yeah. a week. But it's like it's like you know what whatever you decide, like I, I'll honor that. You know, like you you've, you've let me same, go. Same answer. I'd probably call dibs. Yeah, yeah I yeah. would too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I'll be, I'll be blunt. Like <laughs> I I will feel entitled to dibs. And, and not that my wife is property, but, like, I'm not dead. Like, that's my wife. I want to be with my wife. Right. But at the same time, like, I understand. Like, if she's if she's mourned, moved on, and remarried, yeah. like, but what's how... But marriage legitimate? I, I also... Don't oh boy. say that, Sam. I also think I would, uh, I like, me, I would not remarry until I knew that my wife was dead, right? Like, right. It, like yeah. there would have to be a body. There would have to be, uh, you know, conclusive evidence. So, I know we don't have much longer, but, like... Oh, we can... Uh, you, you, you say that. My, I guess my question is, like, you know, God forbid, missing person, 15 years situation. Uh, you know, there's no body. There's, you know, but... but who goes missing for 15 years and then pops up out of the blue? Like, would like you really like not read like kidnapped well, it, or I, something? Well, yeah. We, well, you don't know. Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of my question is like, if chances you, are though, yeah, chances are they're probably dead, yeah. but you don't have body. You don't have confirmed proof. Right. No, uh, the question was left to you. Uh, you know, what if, what if, you know, oh, you yeah. said you wouldn't remarry unless years. you had like um, verified proof. Like what if it's been, I still, you, you don't I don't know. Like, I guess I'd have to be in that situation because 15 years is a long time. Mm. 
But uh, man, even even right. still, because I I I feel like I feel now like if Nicole were to pass, you know, let's say within the next five years, like I don't I don't feel like I would necessarily need to get married again. Um, again, I don't want to make decisions at my age for sixty year old Travis, um, but yeah, like I. I I guess I just have to find out in the moment, like, what my limit is. It's like, well, two years, five years, ten years, fifteen wow. years? Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, like, I, I, I think if the, t if the reverse question, like, if my spouse died, would I seek to remarry? I'd be like, I don't know if I would seek it, but if it happened, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like if, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, jump, I don't, I don't want to say jump, but, like, like, my, I'm not, like, well, my spouse died, like, I should remarry, or I should look mm. for a significant other. I'd be like, I got other obligations to tackle and take care of. Mm. And then, uh, you know, if if in that I'm like, I desire a spouse, or I desire companionship, mm. um, you know, but I know some people are like, well, if my spouse dies, like, I'll, I'll remarry. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I will. I don't think there's much I can say now yeah like to to dictate how that future version of me would I'm not I'm not act. opposed to the concept of it but I'm not also like yes or no you know do you do you know if, what your spouses would say our spice our spice <laughs> <laughs> to, to if they died yeah uh, yeah we, we've had this conversation wow. it's like uh you know I'm I'm cool with it like it I think we've probably said the same set of things like no, please don't get married two weeks later. But, uh, you know, if, well, if after weeks, I pass, right? <laughs> some time goes by and, like, you find that... Or especially, like, if you have kids. You know, like, if, if we have kids and I die, I don't want them to grow up without a dad just because Nicole feels, you know, some moral obligation to, like, a loyalty to me. It's like, you know, get those get those kids, you know, a good male role model in their life. Well, so. What, yeah, I, what I meant was, like, how you guys were saying, we don't know if we... No, they feel. and and she feels the same way. Oh, okay. Like she feels the same way about me. Uh, I'm not sure I understood your question. Sorry. Like, what would what would Amanda say if we were having this conversation with her? Yeah. Have yes. you guys talked about this? Yeah. 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 So if if I died, she's like, uh, not sure I would remarry. Like, I think she falls more in the camp of you're just such I, the total package. I'm, I'm the catch. It would be impossible uh, to. Your it. wives should all be just. No, I'm kidding. Damn. <laughs> 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 well, I'm like, joke's on you. Your future. I'm like, your wives should all be jealous. I'm like, how many wives are represented? Uh, uh, is there something we don't know about Travis? <laughs> no. <laughs> My no. <wives>. Uh, <laughs> No, but she I, she she falls more in the camp of like, <laughs> no, I, I I think things might be a little weird or whatever. But she's not like, no, I won't remarry. She's just like, uh, I can't envision that process, right. which is kind of my answer. It's like, I can't envision that happening, but it's not also Nick's, you know. Hmm. Um, and then if she died, she'd be like, yeah, do what you got to do. Like, if you find someone and you know you need someone that can cook because you are a terrible cook, like, <laughs> find that. You know, it's gotta be so. I want to ask a remarried person, like a person who's been remarried. Their spouse. We know of someone. We've talked to someone that way before. Paul. From the Saint. <laughs> Wait, who? From from formerly Saul. Saul, who went on the Mexico oh, mission trip with Paul us. Gautier. He got remarried. 
Yeah, because wow, powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was so great. He was he was a guy from New York. I think he was Puerto Rican, but he had this New York accent. And yeah, he was a cop in New York, right? Cop in New York. That's yeah. how he talked. He was always talk, like when someone would preach, he's like, "Wow, that's powerful." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you remember what he said? Well, I just remember what he talked, what he said about his second wife, because his first wife died. Yeah. And he said that when he met his second wife, it was, I think it was at church or some event, but I think it was at church. And he like, he just like looked behind him or something, saw her sitting there and instantly fell in love. Powerful. (laughs) Yeah, it was powerful. (laughs) So imagine that, like the package. So what are your thoughts on that? On the same question of, uh, what would I do? Yeah. Without getting into another conversation. Yeah. Because that is like three podcasts long, I feel like. Uh, I would say that it is that her marriage would be invalidated by my existence. <laughs> <laughs> Which really sucks to be that kind of party pooper. But yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, you can't have this. Hey, guys. I'm That's alive. what I was saying, that you were telling me to be quiet about Well, because it was not, I didn't want to like start talking about the details of that. Right. Yeah, what constitutes a legitimate marriage? Oh, God. That's what a constitutes different podcast. a legitimate Man, reason for divorce that's a, that's, a, that's a different podcast. I am ready. But I request to have a pipe. We how are we talking about that? Yeah. What? We what? We agree? Uh, no, I just, wanna, I just wanna ask so many more questions, but I know I know Specifically at, about that? Yeah, about that. Yeah, answer. definitely I know either off air or I know, time I know. Or... That's We've why never I... had this conversation? I don't think Miguel's been around for these talks. Oh uh, no wait, for the legitimacy of uh marriages. Of no, 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 no. To, uh, to your answer on, on uh Well that's what it has to do with. She she should not like well it's not that she shouldn't she didn't do it on like Would it be your moral duty to kill the second husband? <laughs> no. No. no, no I, but it would be my moral duty to make sure he leaves. To join my wife again and yeah. be one flesh. What if she's moved on? Okay. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Okay, yeah. See, see well, nothing I'm, matters. I'm so, I'm so interested in, in this answer because I'm like like don't get me wrong, like I get it, like I get you know, and not within going into the legitimacy of marriage, but it's like it's like you know, how can you sit, how, I, I just can't imagine coming back into a picture and being like, I was presumed dead, you've mourned, you've moved on, uh, I'm back now, uh, so the person that you are now in love with and that you're now married to, strike that oh, I know. and come back to me, That's, because that is what is... I know, this is a nightmare I'm, scenario. I, I'm so, I'm just but so like... like the answer, but, there's but, only one but answer. You, but you stake your flag in that so certainly oh, yeah. that I'm like, man, like, versus me, that I'm like... Yeah, I get it. That's what I would desire, but I'd be like, it's up to you because you, I understand. So. You you said till death do you part. Did you're not happen? dead? Yeah, yeah, no, I I get it, but but to demand that of someone no, else's emotions. No, I'm not saying I wouldn't demand it. It would just be like, but you he demands. <laughs> no, but it's just like okay, you scapegoat. Eric you pointed know. up. Yeah, I, <laughs> God, <laughs> God, like God demands it, and it's just like at that point, it's like I know it's gonna be a process, and I am so sorry. But, by the way, not a guilt trip, but you kept me alive during that a lot of times. <laughs> I, I had this picture of you. <laughs> it just kept me alive. Um, yeah, just... It's, but isn't that crazy, though? Because, but, like, but, wouldn't you be fighting and you'd be asking out because you want to see your children? Oh, I would, there would be so much prayer and supplication that was going on. There would be tears and there would be just sleepless to, nights. And, to see them again, right? 
to see them and then if I came back in the picture and and I was presumed dead and and replaced and I, I replace is, is I know you know not the right word because I don't feel that that's actually what would be occurring right but um but like that would I would that would be my prayers like you know hey but like at the same time I wouldn't be like uh, uh not dead you know legalities aside like I just I'd be like I get it all right I, bro you got five minutes to pack your bags and bounce out of my house. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 don't know. I, I don't think I would be able to come back and be like, yeah, I, this sucks, but I'm here. So you know the answer. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. If... So what do you do? Because you, uh, am I correct in, in saying that you do believe though biblically that that is what needs to be done? Oh man, we're going here. No, <laughs> no, no, we're not going to get really we're deep. Super... I just want to know, like, do you, uh, is I it think, an emotional think... thing that you're saying, emotionally, I can't, I feel really terrible doing that, but I know that's something I have to do? Or are you saying, like, I don't think that that's even objectively the case, that that's what I have to do? Uh, a or B? I, <laughs> uh, I fear that I'm not understanding the question well. Okay, so um, do you believe that if you were still alive, uh -huh. you returned... That you are the husband of this of, of Amanda, regardless of her supposed status with this other person, Wait, despite her remarriage and all that. Ooh, uh, ooh, I don't know if I'm educated enough to answer that off the cuff. I would say yes. You are. I would say yeah, yes. I am. I would be the husband. Okay. Uh, but that, but then that works on the presupposition that, uh that that marriage was never a legitimate marriage despite everyone's belief that I was dead even though the Lord knew better and knew I wasn't dead so that yeah. when the priest or pastor ordained the new marriage that it wasn't technically ordained correctly and it's just like that's a super muddy ground that I'm like yeah that's that's why I would say that that's its own podcast because we'd have to get into yeah. all yeah but but I would I, I still think I would leave it up to to my to wife and say like hey this sucks. We've been put into a really sucky situation. Like, this is based on your feelings, your opinions, your prayers. My feelings, my opinions, and my prayers are separate. And my prayers are that you are led to be doing the right call. And not just you, but your new husband also is like, hey, uh, I love you, new, I love you, wife, but I also understand the, yeah, you know, my prayer would not be for my wife to return. My prayer would be that uh the lord uh pull the hearts of my wife and her new husband in the direction that they need to go and after that conversation is when you hire the assassin uh <laughs> yeah i'm great with death <laughs> i'm great with death. <laughs> yeah i've got a business card yeah well huh. i mean that's that's and then i do to him what he did to her, I swoop in six weeks later, of course, only six, um, and uh, <laughs> take her back. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so but that, that's, I guess, where we just have to leave Can we? now. I know next week we're talking about doing social media, but uh, if we don't, this should be it. The remarriage, legitimacy of marriage yeah. conversation? Well, I'm all for it. And, and I think David would be able to join us for that, too. Mm. I was, I... This is my request. I just want uh, Dan. I want him. 
back. I like him. I do yeah, too. He's, yeah, he's dope, man. Yeah, so Dan, if you're listening to this... <laughs> Come back to us. Yeah, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> you know why he's not here? Do we scare him right? off? No, I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay. It's not a, but, it's uh, nothing bad. Probably Kevin will come back. That's something we talk about a lot. Yeah. But that could be a really good conversation. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm down for whatever. I love. I just love doing podcasts and having these conversations. Um, but yeah, okay. Let's sign off. Let's, Let's do sign it. off. So my final question is Oh, this. he's got a question. In I mean, it's very short. In our refrigerator, mm-hmm. there is a pizza. There is? It is the amount of pizza that David did not eat of his personal pan pizza. <laughs> and I want bets on what fraction of the pizza is currently wow. in the fridge. And I'm gonna this say I'm gonna say five eighths of, of his pizza is still is in the fridge right now. That wow. he was only able and to eat three eighths of a personal of that pan whole pizza. Thing. Um and we're immortalizing this on podcast. Oof, I love it. Boy. This is awesome. That's actually David a... barely eats. Yeah, he yeah. does. That is a great. Yeah, he only ate two to four at total. Um, but my pizza slices much bigger. Yeah, I'm just trying to gauge like the slices. And yeah, how will, they cut. I will go. Oh boy, They're probably half the size. I will so go, go one further half, and say, he, wait, because it, it, he only ate a quarter. I'm saying he ate three eighths. Yeah. yeah, I will, I will say half. That he ate half. Any other? Anybody want to throw your hat in? Honestly, I was going to go with half with Sam here. Okay. Work. Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. Like, I kind of want to go a fourth. That he only ate a fourth. Wait, wait, wait. Two, wow. two, two slices is gonna be. Well, weird. I don't know. It's a personal, so I don't know if they're cut. Yeah, they eighths. were. They were. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but we'll just rough, rough it out, okay? Mm-hmm. Or make it rough and tumble. Well, rough a quarter, it, a half, hold on, hold on. Th- three eighths. Do we know if David eats crusts or not? That could that really... that does affect. Ooh, yeah, I actually true. don't know the answer. Well, I I will say if he <laughs> eats crusts, he ate three eighths of the pizza. If not, then half. Okay. Okay. And here's the thing. Here's the way people. So you know nobody's listening to this right now. But when we're big and famous, people will just be rattling through these. So there will be zero time between right now and answer. when when we come back next week and reveal the answer. The answer, yeah. Of how much pizza crust oh, or how much uh, David ate and also do the pizza have, crust so we, we will find out the trash? and then no we're just gonna okay. look in the fridge so, so, so three slices with crust uh half without crust so with, for Travis you're with me no yeah, I'm saying that's what that's, you're saying okay yeah that's okay uh do you think he's a crust or no crust I uh, I think he's probably a no crust okay. I almost yeah. want to say uh, I think yeah. he is a crust guy okay Ooh. Sam you think he's a crust guy you think he's eating half the pizza yes. with crust yes Okay, if no crust, do you have a different guess? I just, I'm just sticking with. Okay, okay I have, I have, okay. Um, I don't know what the crust, whatever, but so with crust, I say he t- had three slices and a bite of the fourth. <laughs> oh, I'm going there. Man. It's like, uh, what what was the highest bid, Bob? $301. But if no crust, I say half. Okay, I think with crust, two, without crust, Three, damn, three eighths, three eighths. Yeah. Okay. Well, three slices, yeah. three eighths. Yeah. Well, we'll if that's out. the way that it's sliced, we're yeah. assu- we're all assuming that it's sliced into eights. And then I'm going to leave it to you to do the math if it wasn't. Actually, it's probably in six with the size. Of oh, it. that's a really this one was eights. Yeah, but that's a much that's larger a big pizza. pizza. Um, and I, for the record, I think David is a crust guy. Really? But I would, I will go on the record as my bet being. He ate one crust, left one crust. So th- this is, we're gonna have to go back and review. This, this <laughs> yes. is personal information. Well, no, we're gonna go look now. I know, well, but we're 
to remember what everyone's claims well, were. But, but before we before we sign off here, you and I know information they don't know though of something he said about pizza earlier before they got here, and that had to do with the fact that he was talking about stuffed crust and how that's a game changer for him. Ooh. So was his pizza stuffed crust? No, no. Well, think, not not only that, that, does that mean he doesn't eat crust and unless the, it's the change in the game? Is... Right. That he eats that he it. would Ooh, now eat that's it. That's good. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. Well, Stuff that crust does not change my mind. He ate one crust. He did not eat one crust. <laughs> All right. So our predictions are immortalized. Yes. Next Monday, we will surely remember to report on all of this. Uh. All right. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. I love Bye. you. I love you. Bye. <laughs>